0: <laughs> Just stop taking me for a ride. Come on, come on, come on. All I want to do is take my time. Take your time, baby. Take your time, baby. Come on. Just stop taking me for a ride. <laughs> Do mic test rehearsals Eight years of man living Ain't no edits or commercial Flick the god like mummy But my own wanna dim it Talk some facts on how they act, And stone Spin on the limit Ain't no need to dwell To help for faking your jacks Ride niggas get to sit And to rear So play the park's so a rose Supposed I have my whole life on it. Funny how those You love love the evil they do I prove the medicine To heal a bit of verbals we have. But your ideas of heal Is let the surface of its gap Navigations nearly took me On some blues type expense Dispensing me some shitty canal I took the juice because boost The one way, detours and destinations of waves and life. I pretend the knife stuck in my spine will be a symbol. How Jack can be nimble, but it's time to make that foggy vision crystal. We got to get the crystal right
1: it can be for Hello everyone, including you. Yes, you listening with the headphones. This is Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode two hundred and ninety-five. The one where we learn about hip-hop. And Admiral Nips tells a stand-up joke. Okay, Rob, go for it.
2: What's the deal with airplanes? No, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's very talented. I'm not.
1: Hmm. Uh, with us, as always, we have the musical panel of Cliff.
3: Hey, how you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's it's my
3: first start. time on. That's got
1: I, I was supposed to talk.
3: <laughs> uh, myself,
1: Admiral but, Lips, and, and the man of the hour, the birthday boy who picked this album. Should
2: we sing to him? I think we should no, sing to him.
4: I definitely don't think that's wise.
2: Nobody needs to hear any of us sing.
4: Uh, for, especially the birthday was yesterday, so...
1: Well, I know, um, but it, it counts because we didn't see you yesterday.
4: Yeah, but then, but yeah, but like Two days later, I think that it'd be more appropriate that we wish the listeners a happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, there you go. St. Happy Patty's St. St. Patrick's Day.
2: Yeah. So enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Everyone be safe.
1: Mm-hmm. Does the rotation work that you get St. Patrick's Day as your birthday every few years? I
2: thought St. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day was always the 17th.
1: Is it yeah. always the 17th? Oh, well, mm-hmm. fucking see, what do I know?
4: Every year, my birthday is always the fifteenth. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. I, I'm starting to get this calendar thing down, guys. I show a lot of promise. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you have a good birthday, Chuck?
4: Yeah, it was cool. Um, we have a little tradition where I, I take my daughter to the zoo on my birthday. It just happened one year, like she was like maybe two or three years old, and um, I had the, it was like a, a a year my birthday fell on a Saturday. And everybody was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, I don't know. I don't really have anything planned. Whatever. Like, whatever happens. And she's like, let's go to the zoo, Daddy. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go to the zoo. So we all went to the zoo. The following year, similar situation. What do you want to do for your birthday? I don't know. Whatever. Figure something out. She's like, no, Daddy, it's your birthday. We have to go to the zoo. And so every year since then, we just go to the zoo on my birthday, me and my kiddo. So yeah, it was just me and her, two of us. We had a great day. We uh, went to the zoo and went to a park. We went and looked at some uh, some graffiti murals in like on the way to the park, which is pretty cool. She's like really into art, and she's very interested in the uh, graffiti art. You know, it's pretty cool. There's like a little has uh, got on the top. there's like a little mural that they did for uh, this dude. This old, this dude Omega. He was like a Omega, Omega 1 slash DJ Heavy Rotation, he passed away a couple years back, and they uh, they painted a mural in his honor, and that got us talking about, it. we like Joe Byatt leaving the zoo, and then um, you got to talking about the 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 artwork and the graffiti and the mural and the people that that, that did the mural, which, uh, of course, got us talking about Wake Self, and they did another mural further up in the uh, Knob Hill area, like a mural for Wake Self, because he passed away like... <laughs> like a month after Omega did maybe it was a couple weeks after Omega, but, um, yeah, so we went to there, but we went to go check out the wake South mural and all the walls surrounded that little area behind these, uh, these shops are just all like commissioned, like graffiti murals are really dope. Uh, the homie show DJ Cody did a whole bunch of them. There's like a lot of his stuff, a couple of other people, but yeah, really, really dope shit. And it was cool. It was a nice day. So yeah, then we cool. did that went to the park. It was a cool day. Nice and chill.
1: That's awesome. Yeah dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad yes. you
5: had a good day. Yeah, I had the day off, you know, I took the day so we can go.
4: Awesome. But yeah, we we uh it's another music episode. Mm-hmm. So um the previous episode we had Cliff choose David Bowie, correct? Was that no yours? Cliff
2: did uh oh, the... no no he no, no.
4: fights we... the robots. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, lips. yeah. Oh, Flaming Lips. Flaming I mean, Lips. Right.
2: I did David Bowie. Yeah, you that. did David
4: Bowie. Okay, so you did Bowie. Cliff did Flaming Lips. Um, the Flaming Lips episode was supposed to be my turn in the rotation, but by that point, I had uh, they had announced the actual dates for the uh, De Soul catalog to be released on streaming platforms. on March third, three three, as in reference to their um, nineteen eighty nine. Single three is magic number off the De La Soul, three feet high and rising album. So, um, yeah, that that was released. And um, so I was like, "Well, okay, well, I wanted, I really wanted to do." We tried to make, we tried to do this album review a while ago, but we couldn't make, seem to make it work as far as like making it available. I had a link, where we tried to figure it out, like with Dropbox and sending it whatnot. Just It was out. real
2: sketchy how we tried to do that.
4: It's kind of difficult. It's like it's not as easy to share music as it used to be, you know. Especially like with phones and streaming devices, and everybody using different shit to play their music. Whatever, but whatever. We didn't do it. We yeah, it became available. Like, okay, well, how about Cliff goes, and then I'll go because we could talk about De La Soul's Stakes Is High, which is my favorite album ever. Um, I don't think a whole lot of people would say that. Like like generally speaking, and then hip hop fans, I don't know, I'm not sure if they have it that high up there. Like there are certainly more popular, quote unquote iconic hip hop album. But for me this is my favorite for lots of reasons. And um so yeah, like normally when we do these album reviews, I listen to it on repeat for like a week or two or whatever and just, you know, just really immerse myself in it. For for me this has been like the soundtrack to my life for the better part of the last 25 years. <laughs> so, um, You said it came out in 96, right? Yeah. It came out in 96, but I, yeah, it, it was released in 96. I didn't really catch on until 98. I was a couple of years late to this one. Um, so De La Soul for me was introduced around the same time that um, I was introduced to a lot of shit. It was like de la soul and like all the Wu-Tang albums and Boot Camp and Nas and a tribe called Quest and Mob Deep and all these, all all these different hip hop artists that I wasn't really privy to at the time. Um, my homie Emmanuel, he, um, he was older, you know, like this usually works out older dudes turning the younger guys on to cool music. But yeah, so, um, me and my buddy Manny and my buddy Greg, the three of us, we had a class together. We weren't like, we didn't know each other before then we just ended up on a group project and after school we all went to go 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 smoke out and uh he had this big old like cd book just of all kinds of shit yeah, that me, that yeah I'd never heard before yeah it's like i had heard like some of it obviously i'd heard tribe i'd heard wu-tang but um it was never like i never really got into everything else and at that point, like music was cool. Like I was always into it as a as a child, but the, um, I, don't know, I guess I just wasn't. I never really like got that into it until then. So I was like 1998. I was 15 years old, my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know, like Manny us on all that shit, and it was like it just became fully immersed. So like De La Soul, the introduction to De La Soul to me was like my introduction to, I don't know, almost like what seems like for a long time was like my identity as it, in terms of hip-hop music and just being an avid fan of it. Like it shaped my, so much. Like, like there was a soundtrack to like my adolescence and young adulthood. I became so immersed in it and and not just, like this was like the introduction to like hip hop music as a whole to me, like obviously I I've been listening to it since like I was a child, like a small child, like the late '80s and then through the early '90s or whatever. But I'd never like really been into something like that, you know what I mean? Like there sure. was like, yeah, it was uh, I don't know. It just became like a lifestyle, and um, yeah, this one just stuck with me for so long, and it never, I never got tired of hearing it, <laughs> and. and listen to it which is funny because i would just always listen to it and it was always a favorite but then like listening to it critically for like the last like week and a half was a little bit interesting you know like 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 through like through the lens of how do i listen to this with the intent to speak about it and what makes it great as opposed to just saying it's fucking dope you know because it is it's just what it, it, it is what it is but um in terms of stakes as high as it relates to the overall context of De La Soul, like, De La Soul, they, um, came out in 89. Three Feet High and Rising was, like, a landmark moment in hip-hop in the sense that it was different. Like, it was different in a lot of ways, like, mainly because, um, these dudes are not, like, from the street. They're not gangsters. Right? Like, they're not, like, From the streets of the Bronx or Brooklyn or whatever, they're not from the streets of LA, growing up in the ghettos and gang culture or whatever. Like that's not who they were. They grew up in Long Island, so they're like more suburban dudes. And um, rap music at the time in the '80s was always very like street influenced. You know, like think like you think like '80s rap music. You think like Run DMC, like very like loud and boisterous and flashy, and or or, like even like the old like gangster rap back then. Yeah, I mean that's I,
1: all that was on like MTV and all that stuff, dude, was gangster rap, like when they were mm-hmm. when they were popping off for sure.
4: Yeah, well you think of like, yeah, like like back then that's just what it was. That was people's impression of rap music. I think like like groups like NWA and Ice T, you know, like like old shit like that, yeah. like like um They were huge. L- it like they they yeah, took like, it over. Yeah, um, it
3: was just <clears throat> and it was a departure from like because there was Public Enemy before them, yeah. which wasn't really like a gangster rap, You know what I mean? No, they, they were,
1: were really like different. Public Enemy <clears throat> is like like the punk like rock of, conscious of and, gangster rap yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. They were just different, and then all of a sudden, like all those other bands came on the scene and were like
4: just blew up,
3: and that yeah, became was, the whole it, thing.
4: It, yeah, yeah. it was just very um, it was very loud and aggressive and um, like braggadocious and um. I don't know. It, it was just a different sound altogether. Whereas, like, for us, uh, um, three feet high and rising, to a lot of people, was like, I hate this that they say this, but I understand why they say that. They say that three feet high and rising was like the Sergeant Peppers of rap music. <laughs> like, like they compared De La Soto to the Beatles, which is like, I don't like the, I don't like that because I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> I love <the>
1: <laughs> it's like it's okay. like the best reason to have like an issue with it
4: <laughs> yeah I, 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 I understand what they're saying like in terms of, like the overall context of, of of what they did like big picture macro level like what they meant to the genre of, of their genre was it changed it was fundamental change I mean, even that it was artsy and and, and creative and it wasn't um it wasn't gangster rap. It wasn't um aggressive or mean or or. or um, I guess it was defined not by what it was, but why, but but why what it what it wasn't at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was different. And if you want to learn more about De La Soul as a whole and what they did for music, I think that there are a lot more people like, especially the conversation now around this group, like given all that's gone on in the past like, couple weeks, like. So they made their they they made their stuff available for streaming. Like this has been like an ongoing legal battle for literal years. So like they were in on Tommy Boy Records, and they didn't have the rights to their masters, and there was all these sample clearance issues. So like, at like, it's one thing for albums to be produced and released and sold back then. It's another thing whenever you change the medium and make it available for streaming. Like yeah, they have to go through all these legal hurdles all over again, and um. They're heavily sampled, like their older stuff, like from here, from Stakes Is High, their previous albums. So, like from Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul's Dead, Blue Mind State, Stakes Is High. Those four, their first four albums, were heavily, heavily sampled, and um, it was a, it, it offered like real hurdles to get this stuff out there. So um, but yeah, like they've been a whole lot of people been having these discussions about well, not just like this album, but them as a group as a whole and i think there's a whole lot of things out there like even if you just go to like the day lussell instagram page or pause the news his instagram page especially like they 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 kind of have this like ongoing um accounts and stories about dave trugoy plug two who passed away um about Three or four weeks before they actually released all their shit for streaming. It was really sad. Like at the time it was awful. Like he didn't like they' they've been going through all these legal battles trying to get their catalog available to the masses to hear because there's a whole generation of people that never even heard this shit because it's not available to stream. Right. And um, yeah, so like I mean, there's a whole bunch of stories, and, and I think that um this podcast, we're gonna focus on the album itself. Stakes is high. the ninety six release and not necessarily their place in hip-hop because i think a lot of a lot of people can tell that story a lot better than we can like it's like from the people that were there you know because in the passing of dave true he um the 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 all these people are talking about what he meant and what they meant as a group to these people this these are like the, these guys like the they're the heroes of our heroes you know what i mean like they inspired so many people that are popular today and like these lists like i mean they've been around for so long doing so long like people that came out in the 90s like the late 90s early 2000s like they grew up with listening to this shit they like idolized those albums and um yeah i think it's really cool to hear the all the different stories maybe we can uh, splice in a couple of clips about what these people had to say about De law and dave trugoy but um yeah it's a great album. This one, though, in the overall context of De La Soul as a, as a group, this was the one where um is most notable for... They didn't work with Prince Paul on this. So like De La Soul is Trugoy, News, and DJ Maceo, right? So uh, two MCs and a DJ. And Prince Paul was a producer. He produced the bulk of their three, the first three albums. So, um, which came out like eighty nine and then ninety one. Then uh, I think uh, balloon I say, I think came out in ninety four. But uh, Prince Paul, like that he has he he the, the, he's known for pulling all these different crazy samples, not just like the old like r and b and soul and funk records and, and not just like the James Browns that everybody else was sampling back then, but he's pulling all these other random different genres that you wouldn't hear normally on a rap record. And it gives it kind of like this weird eclectic sound. Hence the the references to the whole Sgt. peppers. You know, it's just a different sound, different elements, things that you wouldn't think would go together in a rap album. They kind of were all put there by Prince Paul. Um, and um, but this was the first album. They didn't work with Prince Paul. It's mostly the majority of it's produced by them themselves. They produced most of it. I think there's like three songs on the album that weren't produced by them. Um, one of which stakes is high, like the the title track, was produced by Jay Dilla. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jay Dilla's on this album, which is crazy. Like, this was like one of his first, like, real big, like, notable. Like, who the He didn't go by Dilla. He went by JD at the time. Like, who the hell is JD? Like, who's this JD guy? Why does he get to produce on Day Lab? But Prince Ball can't do it. But yeah, this is like the early, early James Dilla, or uh, James Yancey, a.k.a. Jay Dilla, a.k.a. arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, hip hop producer ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Man, dude, even Prince Paul, like, like Prince Paul is pretty, pretty fucking big deal in hip hop history. But like, <laughs> Dilla's, Dilla's unmatched, right?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, Do- I mean, it's just he's. I, I think he just created his own lane, and um, he worked with so many different artists. His his catalog's crazy, but yeah, but it was mostly you know, produced by uh, by De La Soul themselves. They did most of it, but yeah, it's a really cool album. It's not really. I think another thing about it is um, got to think about the timing, the years. Yeah, it was it's... released in nineteen ninety six, right? So, I think nineteen ninety six production style, but also think about what was happening in nineteen ninety six, right? Like what, like what did rap music sound like in ninety six? And ninety six like was this. also that was like that era was Biggie and Puff. Like, they were the ones that dominated the rap airwaves. It was uh, Bad Boy, right? Um no. It was the...
1: It was DMX the, and fucking it, Dre it was, and Snoop.
4: Well, what it was, like, really, it was, it was the glamorization of rap music. Like, like they, they they went away from just rhyming about, like, just everyday topics. It was more about, like, it was glorifying, like, the flashy, materialistic money and um just topics that were kind of that became so cliche and this was kind of like an antithesis to that movement right so like this like like biggie's second album life after death like so he passed away he he was murdered in march of 96 but his second album was released then so like this was like the glamorization of hip-hop this was like Biggie and mace and Puff Daddy. Like they were like the ones like MTV like they're every other video it was like one of those guys. And it was like this was kind of like a response to that. It was a uh, no, like this is not what we're into. And it, and it wasn't like it wasn't subtle. Like like they always were kind of like a counterculture kind of like that they kind of clowned on that uh like like throughout their their early works they always had things like the kind of reference, the, uh, the, the, that, that lifestyle or that, um, that trope in rap music. Whereas, um, but this was like blatant and it wasn't like subdued or it wasn't, um, it wasn't like a hidden message or meaning that, uh, required like interpretation. It was, um, it was like, nah, fuck that. It's like, they, 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 it's very direct and, and it's almost angry whereas the it has like a darker tone than their first three albums they're, they're like their first one's super playful the second one uh playful but they kind of wanted to ditch the whole like pretty kind of daisy age what they call the daisy age uh, album they wanted to get away from the whole gimmick or whatever of their first album that they gave them to put them on the map and de la soul uh and then Blue Mind State is uh, kind of referencing that a little bit, but it's a lot more jazzy. It's definitely a lot jazzier, but um De is also very um, they popularise the skit. The rap skit. Sons <laughs> of <laughs> bitches. Yeah. N- Nips' favorite part about rap music are the skits, yeah. <laughs> I do yeah, love so the three skits. Feet, three feet high and rising was the um the birth of the rap skit. Like that was the thing. Like that was their major contribution was um, having concept albums that followed a, a a set theme throughout, and they have all these little skits, to, the skits that kind of tie the songs together and, and give them like a uh, overall feel or story arc, I guess you could say. But um, yeah. But but stakes was high was like different because it was produced by them. Different. It was produced by them. A lot of the songs are a slower tempo. Um, they're kind of darker. But they're also more raw, like lyrically. I think this is like their best album. And um, like True Goy's um progression as an artist, like he definitely he was a lot like more abstract in the early on. Like he wasn't necessarily like concerned about rhyming all the time. He would kind of break up his schemes. Like he wasn't always necessarily trying to be like i guess within the uh, a normal framework of a uh, rap song you know like as far as like his rhyming schemes whereas on stakes is high he got more um more traditional and and he brings it and then pause the news is just in his pocket like pause like is one of my if not my favorite he's like definitely in my top three rappers of all time like and news is amazing in so many ways and um yeah it was uh I don't know. I guess like when once Dave died, it was like like damn. It was like part of my like adolescence kind of died. It felt like it was I don't know. It was rough. I don't know. I just remember like growing up listening to shit all the time, and like me and my friends just riding around like fucking singing along to all these songs and hooks and so many like countless memories. And um, yeah, it's a really cool one. What do you guys think? Like, uh, what were your overall impressions?
1: Um, I want to thank you. Because I knew of De La, but I never got into De La Soul ever, ever, ever. Like I heard music. Uh, I mean, I grew up with it, dude. We're we're about the same age. Like, um, but just it—it it was never mainstream for me. I never owned their albums. I never went out of my way to download shit. Like I'd listen to shit when they were featured on other stuff, like MF Doom or whatever. But um, that was about it. And this released. And I started listening to the album and I enjoyed it so much that like since the beginning of March, and I know it's only been like, what, two and a half weeks or whatever. Um, I just go to the artist page and hit shuffle. Like I I enjoy just going to their page and just hitting shuffle and just letting it play. Like even uh, hanging out with my family. Like there's been two nights where I just I'm like, nope, we're done watching TV. Like, we're just going to hang out as a family and do art and listen to De La Soul and just hang out. Like, I don't know. I, I really I really like it. And um, knowing what I know now about hip hop, I appreciate their beats. Like, I was fucking blown away listening to their music and understanding the time frame that the music came out at. And, like, it's just, it is, if you really understood what else was out there at that point, like, it's, they were, they're so far ahead of their fucking time, dude. So far ahead of their time for that shit. So, thank you, Chuck. Because, like, you really, like, exposed me to some greatness that I've been sleeping on.
2: I would say for me, it was, uh. It's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, I am not a De La Soul expert by any stretch of the imagination, so it was a big learning experience for me that way. Um, it's tough. Like it was, it was tough to just have it in the background. It like indefinitely needed to be full attention, but at the same time like when I wasn't giving it full attention, I couldn't just have it in the background listening. It was like, okay, this is going to be, it's going to like, some line out of it is going to pull me out of whatever I was doing and be like, I needed to listen to this. And I'd listen to it for a little bit and then it would like drift in the background and then something else would rip me back into the, uh, into the situation. So I thought it was great that way, along those lines.
3: Yeah. I had, um like, forgotten about De La Soul. <laughs> like, I grew up, kind of, like, I had friends that, like, listened to him a lot, like, growing up and stuff. I didn't know him that well, but um, I always knew them as, like, they were, like, the, uh, like, the um, outside group. They were kind of, like, on the outside of things. I remember as like, a kid. And, like, just, like, they were, like, a different kind of rap. Right? And, and then, like, I, I, they were on streaming and stuff. So, when I would, like, you know, I got, like, Spotify or whatever, I'm, like, looking for old stuff that I hadn't heard in a while. They just weren't there. And I just totally forgot that they like existed. to be honest. Right. And then, so I'm like, all of a sudden it's like, and then I'm listening. I'm like, man, these guys were so far ahead of their time with some of their production. Um, especially when you listen to other stuff from back then, which is kind of like, I mean, it's okay, but it has like nostalgia, um, to it. But it's, it's kind of wild how well they were like cutting stuff up and sampling and doing all, you know, crazy samples and like all kinds of crazy sounds going on in the background. Um, and then, you know, listen to what they're rapping. It's kind of funny. Um, just how much that they kind of like, how much like kind of contempt they had for some of their, some of the folks who were like, you know, doing it at the same time. Um, especially this, I don't know if this particular album I listened to very much. I remember like some of the earlier stuff. I think it's probably more what I'd heard. Um, I was trying to think one out, I think like the, um, their second album was the one that was, I think my friends would play a lot, but, um. Anyways, it was great. It was actually really cool to get kind of back into it. it it's kind of like uh, I just had totally forgot, you know, these guys even yeah. existed to be honest. So it was pretty. It was kind of a nice surprise. Um, and then like commented on here and like mo- like I don't think those guys were really big back then when this came out. Like most def, I don't think it, was that
4: big. Most def, yeah. Like this um, was like I think this was largely his. And int- I mean, sure he'd done shit, but like on wax, like actual like most def on a track i can't think of an earlier example of him being out yeah. like his, his debut album black on both sides came out in 1999 three years after this oh wow so i mean yeah it basically was just him 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 and doing like so there was some shit that they did like with Ruckus records like i know there was that um i think before that in like 97 or 98 it was that sound bombing compilation where like it was like most dev and quality and like a bunch of those dudes are associated <laughs> with that label um but that's like I can't think of other examples like older shit. But yeah, most stuff is on it. Uh, Common, his um, album Resurrection came out. I think that was '94 or '93, I believe. Um, and then, um, but yeah. So Common was out there, but he was like, he wasn't um, big yet, though, was he? No, not he wasn't. No, he he didn't really. Common didn't really pop until like '98, '99. Like for real, for real. Like yeah. he was he was out there, but he wasn't like. Like his his old shit, like can I borrow a dollar? That's like really old. It's it, it, it's it's an older style, And, um But like Common as we know him, like he the like movie his, star,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Or well, like that was yeah, after his uh, music career. But yeah, that's wild. But yeah, um, I think one day it all makes sense. I think that came out ninety eight. I think that was uh right around this time. But yeah, so yeah, Common's on it. He's on uh, so it's like Common and. Most definitely, I think they're like the main features. There's also um Jeanne features on a the track. They're a R and B group. Um they had a really, really big hit song in like ninety four, that Hey Mr. DJ, that the Jeanne A. Oh um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They they had a couple of hits back in the in the mid to early nineties. And uh the Jazzy Fat Nasties also feature on this. I
2: was just gonna say Jazzy Fat Nasties is a fantastic name.
4: Yeah, I actually saw them. So like for me it was like so I, I got like really I got introduced to De Law like like I'm obviously I heard like the old De Law shit, like you know I see like on M T V or whatever, like prior to this, but like I never really like like you said, like got into it into it until ninety eight. And then um in two thousand they had the uh the Spit Kick, the Spit Kicker Tour. And it was De La Soul, it was Common, Ferrand, Bismarck um, Telequali and High Tech is Reflection Eternal. It was just a ridiculous show. And like they played at the Sunshine Theater downtown Albuquerque and I saw them and that was like that wasn't my first hip hop show, but that was like a flagship moment, like in my in my youth. It was like crazy, just that that show was amazing. But seeing them live was like something else. That was cool. But yeah, it was um I don't know, I guess we can get into it. Into the yeah album. yeah,. Let's do it. yeah I, I, I think that if we want to like if people want to know more about um de la soul as a as a whole and as a collective, um there's definitely a lot of shit that's been going on recently, like all kinds of different podcasts and and videos and interviews and stuff that'll come out recently. Um, there's one podcast I listened to recently um, I've talked about it before, but the uh, super duty tough work show with Blueprint and the logic, they did a whole uh, breakdown, not necessarily of the music, but like, everything but the music like they did a whole like episode about like what made de La So successful in the overall scope of rap and they go they do like a list format like the top 10 reasons i think it was like top eight or nine reasons or whatever what made de La So stand out and different and notable so if you want like more context for them as as artists and, and what they offered the overall uh, story of hip-hop like i think like long story short you can't tell the story of hip-hop without talk about de la soul like they are integral but um yeah they provide a lot of uh cool context and stuff that we won't get into on this but uh yeah we'll talk about the actual album
1: that uh that Netflix was it netflix that had the love and hip-hop series
4: yes yeah
1: they they basically said the same thing that you just said chuck like you can't talk about hip-hop history without talking about de la soul changing the game
4: so mm. i think that um one thing that we have to touch on also is the um, a lot of artists not necessarily defined by like what they what they do is but by who they work with. So De La Soul is part of a larger music collective called the Native Tongues. Uh, the Native Tongues were De La Soul, a tribe called Quest, uh, Leaves of the New School, Jungle Brothers, um, Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Chiali. And I'm probably missing a couple of people. But um uh, Leaders of the New School, that was Buster Rhymes' um original rap crew before he was Buster Rhymes artist. He was part of Leaders of the New School. So they all were uh prominent. Late eighties, early nineties. So yeah, like Tribe and De La, they're like they like brothers, you know what I mean? They're like right there. Yeah, along with Young Brothers and several others. But yeah, so um it's just the overall sa- sound and, and like you can't tell the story of hip hop without talking about native tongues, and you can't talk about native tongues without talking about De La Soul.
5: Cool, all right, let's do it. All right, so first song this
4: is just intro, and it's just like a bunch of different clips. They say, like, hey, like when I first heard Criminal Minded, I was it's just a bunch of different accounts. Like, where were you when you first heard Criminal Minded? They talk about Criminal Minded, the album by Boogie Down Productions. Uh, Boogie Down Productions, uh, aka uh, KRS One Scott LaRock. Um, yeah, but it's just like this starts out with some samples and it gets into like a little like intro song, but yeah, it's cool, like kind of like jungly beat, kind of like kind of funky, kind of lo fi sounding almost. And just my notes for that are ah.
1: <laughs> that's that's the stamp <laughs> yeah, man that's that yeah. early early hip-hop yeah, yeah. i liked it. it first heard Criminal. minded i was in
0: damn where was i that was great godlin is other heaven. a 40 down low east side i niggas. have no idea what I was on my way to a family reunion in a car on the long island expressway in a room roosevelt Projects. i was
4: Keep that out. Yo, kid. I was at this party, this hype party, when I heard Karen coming come to Miami. Beach. I'll call you back. Peace.
0: Chantily. Uh, 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 uh. And sing on so my uh, what rings that testament the cover 12 inches of a funk flip like as if i was the delicate himself specializing in cleansing like the it's up elafits up kids bywood buck park man don't even try to talk please i'm too dark and major more soul than james uh, escapism they like souls hit state like racism
3: it's funny they were br- open up with criminal minded um, cuz they're kind of critical of like like a lot of gang stuff and that was like wasn't that like kind of the first like Rap album to talk about that kind of stuff. I mean, it was what? like a. Keras wants a different kind. He's not a gangster rap. But that they kind of like broke that ground, I think. And um, anyway, maybe not.
4: Um, yeah, I think that um, when I think of like Paz News, not just his. I mean, he starts it off like, but um, he was the first one that made me listen to music. Or, or rap lyrics but not just like i guess he was the first one to kind of be abstract not abstract but like poetic like you had to using the same skills that your uh your your english literature or your 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 english teacher would like you know when you're reading this poetry by so-and-so like your edgar Allan pose and whatnot how you're trying to understand like metaphors and and Trying to like critically listen to like a piece of work and try to like infer what he's actually talking about, like that's not on the surface of the actual words. And this is like the first like rap album that made me do that. Like, oh, he's it's actually like trying to comprehend poetry. Like, I'm using these same thought processes that I just got out of an English class. I'm like applying these to the music. Like, Paz was the first one for me. I'm not sure. I'm not. I can't say he was the first one to like rap poetic, but for me, that's what it was. Because like all the other stuff that I was listening to was like so on the surface and, and blatant and right out there. They, they, it didn't require interpretation. Whereas pause kind of brought that to me. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a short little. They they both get a little verse in there, but it's just a starts out with the sample, then they each spit a verse, um, then it gets in the next one.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that intro is um just like it's it just feels like an early 90s hip-hop mm-hmm. like beat you know what's and, coming right <laughs> yeah like but it's funny because like i feel like the rest of the album grows so much like beat wise and and blew me away and uh this is very like just it has a classic feel to it
5: yeah um he does a.
4: Yeah, he, he has a verse, uh, he has a line in there. Positive who says, um, don't even try to toss bleach them too dark and major more soul than James escapism. He's talking about um, James Brown, his album Escapism. He says, he's a major more soul than James escapism. De La Soul is here to stay like racism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dude the day lost soul is here to stay like racism line like the first yeah. time i heard that i was yeah. like that is, yeah. 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 That I is that fucking like, genius bro i would mean, think
4: about it like i heard that i was like man i fucking really hope not you know what i mean i was thinking, like 98 you know like i really hope not here we are 2023 yeah <laughs> 20 25 years from whenever i heard this shit i'm like damn
2: everyone's like, sticking around like racism <laughs>
4: they stuck around but yeah, that was just one line that kind of steps out. But yeah, they have, uh, yeah. But yeah, they they definitely have different styles. They complement each other so well, you know, um, their voices and cadence and their ability. I think I think Paz is a little more poetic, whereas in this album uh, Trugoy or, or or Dove, he's more on the um, on the surface, I guess you could say. But yeah, it's a cool little intro. It's a short song. Then it goes right into super MCs.
1: Oh, can I just say, um, the spelling of different songs on this album is
2: very <laughs> 1990s. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: I it's, appreciate. It's very 90s.
2: I appreciate. Name one thing more 90s. You can't. <laughs>
1: yeah, it really, dude. Like I saw that, and I was like, this fits. This fits the 90s.
2: Everything the 1990s will bring to you
5: yep yep
4: but yeah so that Super MC's is up next it's just uh it's got a cool like kind of kind of like a droopy kind of beat it's uh has that sample from uh Dougie Fresh and um yeah, it's just like it's just like a constant refrain like, Hey, whatever happened to the MCs, time to change for the MCs. It's like and just talking about the difference in this is like a an opening track saying, Yeah, this is what's different about rap today. Like everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to be an MC. Every woman and man wants to be an MC. Like that's what they're saying. It's like talking about how it's just getting saturated and corny, and how these people don't really have much to offer in this space, which is funny. Like think about '96. Yeah, think about it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like just wait, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Let me pour some fucking cough syrup into a cup for you, and then you can really see the downhill, downward spiral.
3: my favorite line is. <laughs> While you live, fables Unstable, acting very radical projecting like you're hard when in fact you're quite vaginal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's crazy.
0: that instrumental from the you and as you start cutting what you sow, I talk all up the tones. And if my name was Pete Rock or Sean Puffy Cone, send your tattered ass home. Like Sully moves, I roll with my fleet. Here to make this rap game complete while you live fables unstable. Active, very radical, projecting like your heart when in fact you're quite bad. Whatever happened to them, MC. times unchanged for Every
4: woman and man won't I... have Yeah, I know they have like cool little metaphors in here, you know? It's like, um. What does he say? Uh, but he says, um, <clears throat> uh Chubai says in the first verse. His first verse, he says, uh, "I'd be a mystery for life. So check my ID number." MC's be need in MC's be kneading dough while I make bread like wonder. Like I need the dough. Like I I I require it. Give me dough. Give me money. MC's be needing dough while I make bread like wonder. You know, like needing the dough. It's just yeah, all yeah, a yeah no, it's fantastic.
2: And, like it works on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a lot of that stuff. That's the stuff that like. Both of these lines that you guys talked about is what I'm talking about when I say, I'm like, just sort of half-listening while I'm working, and then something pulls me out to be like, what did he just say? (laughs) And then I rewind like 20 seconds and like re-listen to the lines, and then I'm like, and that's really good. And then I'm like, oh shit, I have Mm -hmm. another meeting. I better pause this and go do something else. But like, it happens everything I was doing. Like, every song on this album, like, has a line or two that just pulls me out of whatever I was doing and tells me, These guys are fantastic.
0: But i will you for now, I'm on some mess like the best mics would sponsor me, living days like dreams and specializing in the art that pays, I'll be enlisted for life. So check my ID number, MCs be needing dough while I make bread like wonder, yes, this what you heard, so say that acting for the screen, so you can can that madness with the beans. I bust MCs like lies, surprise them out the box, put away the soda pops or rather rum on the rocks. A dime getter tried to get what I got, for what? I guess other folks cash makes the love come fat, but I'm past all of that. Again,
1: like, you think about the time frame, and you're like, God damn, dude, they were so beyond their time.
3: And they're going after like, they name you know, they're like, they bring up uh, Puff Daddy, right? You know?
4: Well, no, well, like, kinda, well, what are you saying in there? Yeah. See, I, I, at first, when I first heard that, that's what I thought too. It's like, oh shit, he's calling out P Rock and Puffy. I was like, why are you calling him P Rock? But then you hear it, and he says, um, uh, so, Mace suppose an instrument from the jam you made, and and as he starts cutting what you sold, like meaning like like cutting up, like sampling it. As he starts cutting what you sold, I'll talk all over your tones, as if my name was Pete Rock or Sean Puffy Cones. But well, what he's talking about is Pete Rock and, Ch- and 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 Puff Daddy. They do the same. They do the same shit. Pete Rock still does it to this day. It's like Pete Rock is a producer, right? He raps on occasion, but he's not. That's not his identity, right? Like it's like Pete Rock is a producer, and. Um, right but he was always like, Oh, uh-huh, yeah. And then Puffy is like, Yeah, tell him. You know, like you hear Puffy in yeah, the background, yeah. like throughout yeah. Biggie's verse and Macy, you hear Puffy in the background, oh yeah. Like Mariah Carey singing, Oh yeah, I like that. Like shit like that. Like he's all, I'm talking all over your tones. As if my name was Pete Rock, it's not Puffy Combs. I, don't know. I think it's cool.
1: There it's- is a line in this album, I don't remember which song, where he calls out Busta though. I was
3: like, oh yeah, yeah um, don't be a buster unless your name is Buster Rhymes or something like that.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't like Busta, I think that's later like that. on. Yeah, no, he says um he says, I, I, I hate a buster unless his name is Buster Rhymes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, is that what you it know? was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I, did I not a, feel like it was hurtful towards Buster Rhymes. Yeah, no,
4: I, I hate a but uh. like like a buster like like a but like the, I think in that sense he's talking about like a like a gangbanger but yeah that's like they're the, the kind of talking about rappers that they're kind of shitting on rappers they're shitting on gangster rappers they're shitting on the idea of um just people acting hard so like this is like in the first the first line or in, in the first uh, in, in his uh album what does he say um the first verse what he says oh yeah he says yo i'm dark like wessie by sparking more he says, entering my constellation put your lives in je- like jeopardy Entering, entering my constellation, put your lives in Jeff. While you others represent, I present my rep. Like like you represent your gang, your clique, whatever. Like you're throwing up gang signs. While you all represent, I will present my rep. Like yeah, whatever. I don't deal with you here. Talk to this dude. He's my representative. I'm, I don't I don't have time for your fucking bullshit, fucking gang culture, fucking rhymes. Like whatever. We're here to rap. But yeah, that's just a cool song. The beat's cool. It's like a it's yeah, like cool, cool. kind of like it's kind of like darker, kind of droopy, kind of like pitched down. But they all kind of have this kind of like dark sound to it. But they definitely do some different things with tempos. Like um, they have some faster tempos. They have some to kind of like stutter around. And, and, and the, how they don't, they're not necessarily rapping the same way over every single song. Like they, they ride the beat. And, and it's appropriate depending on the actual like overall flow of the song. But this is more traditional. There's not a whole lot to this one.
1: Uh, the drums like, are very crisp. Yeah. They have good drum Funny samples shout. throughout the whole album.
3: Just one more yep. line is, um, they're just like with cell phones I roam," which I feel like, you know, I don't know if you remember roaming <laughs> cell phones. like That's yeah, not thing yeah. anymore, but they used to be that. So. <laughs> it definitely
1: yeah. was back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, in 96? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude, it was a big deal to be roaming on your cell phone.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was like <laughs>
1: like I a mean, dollar a minute or some crazy shit like that, you know, or a dollar fifty a minute.
3: If you like call someone after you left town it's like real expensive.
1: Yeah, isn't
5: that funny? <laughs> anyway, That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, ah,
1: so the business.
4: Yeah, the business, which is um, the
1: business.
4: This is spelled differently, not in the sense of um, because it's the nineties and you spell things differently. But the business is a reference to Bismarcky, and because Bismarcky was supposed to play on the song, he was supposed to feature in the song, so they. Um, they tell the story they just did an interview at some point I'm not sure if it's an old one or what but I saw a video for it the other day but they're like talking about it so like so he's making this, so 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 Dave's making this beat and he's like yeah yeah Biz would go really dope on this song this is fucking definitely a beat for Biz Marquis you know like and Biz like yeah yeah I'm down I'm down he's like yeah I'll do it let's do it so they kept trying to get him in the studio they're getting in they're calling him calling him and Biz Marquis was kind of like yeah we all, we'll do it we'll do it he, he ended up kind of blowing them off and um but they had wanted to work with Common and so they ended up getting Common on the song instead of Bismarcky, and they named it The Business kind of as like a little jab to Bismarcky, like yeah whatever this is The Business
2: <laughs> That's funny Love it That song is great Common's part in it is fantastic like the... it caught me out of nowhere cuz I was like I think I was out on a walk with it so I didn't see who was going gu- to guest on songs and so it hit, and I'm like, I know that voice. Long before I ever actually heard the voice, I'm like, I know that voice.
0: <laughs>
2: so it was pretty enjoyable that way. I'm the C to the O-double-M-O-N. sit and think with a drink. Do you want to be a MC? Or
0: do you want to serve? Do you want to be dope? Or do you want to deal it? Fabricated acrylic, I feel it. I'm the style molester. I do a show, get extra peas like the lost professor. In fact, I get my hoes in Tessa. Peep game like a refa. and so control of Modesta. Knee in the besta. three out of five. with anybody ass in NBA Live rappers. Take a dive like Greg Louganis with his that's
4: a pretty cool song i mean it, it has common on it so like this was this was like my introduction to common like i i heard him like after the fact but again he didn't get popularized till later on so like i didn't really hear common shit until like i think later that that summer i had got i would i bought out um one day it all makes sense i bought that album First, and then I kind of worked my way backwards and then forwards. And like around that time was also whenever uh, like Water for Chocolate came out. But yeah, Common's dope. He's um, he's also poetic, and um, he has um, he's not always rhyming. He has a different he has a different voice, vocal tone, very distinct voice for sure. Like that's definitely something that he um, I think people recognize his voice more than a lot of people. Like nobody else really sounds like Common.
2: Also, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, there's a lot of uh, people from Long Island in the uh, <laughs> in De La Soul. There's a lot of mentioning of being mm-hmm. from Long Island in this entire mm-hmm. album.
4: Yeah, they they definitely talk about that. Also, that they uh
3: they they rap about the plug one fusion rifle, which is pretty dope. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> you know what's funny. There's a story behind that. So, um, <laughs> so Pazienza. He also goes by Plug One. Jugoai goes by Plug Two. But the Plug One name for Pazienza. I thought I thought Posenous's name for the longest time was Plug One because he calls himself Plug One more than he calls himself anything. But that started because when they were in the recording studio, there were two microphones, and they had two little labels like where the or where were the uh, XLR cables connected into the uh, interface of the the preamp there's plug one and plug two so positive news he was on the microphone that was plugged into plug one true was plug two so that's what they call plug one plug two but yeah so plug two aka jd the dove aka true starts off he says i speak divine of god theories no need to be high always exhale the facts because i don't inhale lie and he talking like exhale the facts i don't inhale lie meaning like he says lie, but he, but he says like la. So like so so if you hear like 90s rappers say la, they're talking about it, It's a um, it's slang for weed. He's like I inhale the facts, so I don't inhale lie, but he's like I'm not facts lying versus facts. But I inhale, I exhale facts, so I don't inhale lie. He's saying because he doesn't smoke weed. Like they don't. That that wasn't the dudes they were. They weren't like. That's not something they ever. I mean, maybe they did, but that's not something they talked about. They didn't really glorify that. They weren't. They never talked about like weed or drugs, really. Like they, that's well, not the dudes they were.
1: No, no, they totally. They totally have a fucking song with "Be Real" about it.
4: Oh yeah, maybe later on. But
2: oh yeah,
1: yeah, at this yeah. Point point, it, was, <laughs> it was later on, but they absolutely have a song about smoking weed with "Be Real."
2: I mean. I feel like if you're doing a song with "Be Real," you have to be talking about doing drugs. Well, trans- yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: you know, this kind of <laughs> give it, right? He's kind got, he's of got like the Godfather of weed. Uh, anyways, sorry.
4: But yeah, no, like, the, the, so like, this is um, there are always constant little references here. This is like, um, of course, is much greater than your bends or your legs. The engine too much comprehension is just too complex, much too complex. Affects me live like Das. That's in Daseus effects, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he actually yeah. live like that, but he's like, he says he effects great. like, like effects like, yeah, much too like, yeah. See, he he does all these little word plays. So like, they call me Luther Vandross, they say my style is so amazing, like Luther Vandross, because my style is so amazing. It's just all these little, little one-liners. It's pretty cool.
2: Funny that we're talking Absolutely. about Luther Vandross after uh, he had his big break on the David Bowie album that we talked about too. Mm-hmm. 20 yeah. years later, all of a sudden he's uh, making <laughs> references on albums.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what his part is saying, this one. He says, uh... He said, the lyrical killing with stained eagles on the ceiling my rhymes escalates like black death rates. Over musical plates. <laughs> oh yeah, he's saying my rhymes escalates like black death rates. He's just like bringing attention to like inner city violence and how black folks are dying eh, like more and more more and more for uh violence and uh health reasons. But yeah, that was this it's like a series of little like I mean they have an overall arc I think, but it's, it's just a lot of like smaller little references. I mean I, I think that um
3: also spelling out the names in the chorus I think was kind of a at its I don't No, I don't think people do that anymore. But that was, uh, I think, at the time that was a bit of a throwback. So I think that was a thing in the eighties. You heard a lot guys would introduce themselves and spell their names, kind of the C O M -M O N, you know? Yeah, I'm the (laughs) C-O-M-O-N Yeah, like that's a like at the time even at the time it was like throwback thing. Um,
1: this this beat just I don't know. I like it. It has like a UFO spacey feel to it with some of the like little like cuts that they put in.
4: Oh. I yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so, so like so many people have sampled this like this is one like line in the the uh, positive verse he says, You cry keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. And um, so that's been cut and sampled so many times. He says, that's understanding microphone mathematics. And that's another line. He says, like that's like right back to back. Those are two lines that have been sampled so many mandatory times.
0: Mandatory taking your pride, but I will. Because my man says so for delight. You cry keeping it real. Yet you should try keeping it right. That's understanding microphone mathematics. It leaves the currency and temporary world status. And when one shows, he pose threat to this one. This one will make that one into none. Simple equation, zero. You shouldn't play a hero. If you can't stand strong like the island I'm from. Now I'm the PLU, the G to the one. Walk around the planet Earth, making money, having yeah.
4: fun. And I'm but yeah, the way these dudes like ride the beat, like no matter what they're no matter what beat they're on, they're just like in the pocket perfectly. Yeah, they're fucking agree. pros. Like like you there's you can't pick apart their ability to rap. It just doesn't happen.
1: Dude, I can't. I mm-hmm. honestly like I I really do appreciate you picking this and I'm glad that it got released because I have been nerding out like all month long over this shit. It's great. It's so good.
4: Word. So this next part, um this song that's available next on the streaming version on Spotify and Apple Music or whatever. It's called You Nonstop. That wasn't an actual song <laughs> until recently. <laughs> like on the album that was just at the end of the business. That whole little really? interview. Yeah. That just, wasn't its yeah. own song. Now they just made it they just made its own tracks so you can skip it if you want. <laughs> but it's like it's basically just a series of shout outs of like people who they people who they fuck with. It's just a bunch of shout outs and then they have a little snippet from the uh from positive verse from the song Down syndrome, which is track fourteen or the original track fourteen on the album towards the end. It's just a little like four bar snippet or whatever. but it's um, but yeah, so that you nonstop is not even really a song. This just they used to be on the end of track three.
1: Was this- it tribe that also did this? Someone else had it's gotta be tribe. I just I hear fucking I hear tribe doing this. i I swear one of their albums around this time did something similar.
4: What do you mean, as far as just shouting shout out? out,
1: yeah, shout out other rappers
5: um, this is. is someone kind of- just-
1: it just,
3: I don't, I don't know, but yeah, they they shut out all kinds of people. So well, it's funny you talk about them doing you know pioneering rap skits, and throughout this album, they have these like interludes between songs. Like this is one, right? They have one like a song later that I think is just actually a rap skit, even though it's like a song. Um, mm. and then they have you know like later on they'll have like cut out like you know people like talking or whatever, like um like samples of people talking or being interviewed stuff like that. They kind of like like. Sprinkle it in through the song. Yeah, yeah they not like it, rap skits, like annoyingly, like in your face. Yeah, th- that's it, like, another
4: change. Yeah, like because they're, they're, their other albums, like they're full blown like skits, where like they're like it's has like ambient sound and they, they have there's a script and everything. Like this this album, they didn't do that. Like they had like little interludes and things to break up like the monotony of just song after song after song. But they they did more to it than just that. You know, like it wasn't just like a, like a full blown skit. Yeah, I don't know, but if you like that shit you can go back to the old stuff and get into that. Sorry, my dog's over here fucking with shit.
1: <laughs> I just saw <laughs> yeah. that. Like, what is, what does he have?
2: Oh, oh Crusher's is a
4: good boy. He's 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 getting old. He's getting old. And he's that, uh
2: that is the thing that sort of sucks. Watching dogs get old.
4: He's full blown like senile and not senile, but he can't hear. Oh uh, yeah. He can't hear like fucking just walk in the door if he's asleep on the couch in the living room didn't even get up it doesn't even hear the garage didn't hear us come in nothing
2: that's hard that's hard yeah. to deal with
4: now we, when at, at, at nighttime you know like he lays down his little bed we like if we, we cover him with the blanket like he gets mad if he's not covered he won't fucking move for 12 hours he's just out dude I'm like damn this fucking the guy's old yeah. Anyways, so yeah, you nonstop is not actually a song. That used to be at the end of track three, and then it was on to the next one, which was once again Long Island.
1: Okay. Can you? I I, I have a note from my wife on this one. Um, how does the chorus go on this one?
4: Just like uh, I know you long, know. Long just, Long Island.
1: Yeah. Just like. Just like. Just like. Do it for me, real quick. This part of my notes.
4: Which one?
1: Just like, Long Island. You know how they like start doing that?
4: Yeah, that's all it says. Long Island. Right, but like... Long Island. Long Island. Go, Larry. Long Island. Go, Larry. Long Island. Go, Larry. Larry.
1: Dude, we were listening to this, and Debbie just looked at me, and she's like, Go, Larry. And I'm like, Holy shit. It is like the same fucking timing it is like very similar in how it's done oh, it was blew my mind <laughs> <laughs> that's funny
0: beyond What's today's rap counterfeit out of the heavens august 1769 born i wonder why with the thoughts to rhyme till there was no longer thoughts to dream when an unpolished demo let the limos at the age of 18 accompanied by the screams plug one shot up with fame like novocaine it made me numb so numb i wouldn't been able to feel niggas digging in my pockets for my currency wheels but still i made girls brown eyes blue until my ass was no longer mass pit Oh shit, I guess that was all the fame was allotted Wait a minute, video Like a leppin' spotted up in a nightclub chilling with Khalil and Fife I be that farmer cultivating on acres of mics And I likes to make it known Strong Island styling for a while So do that, damn Are you riding the spot? Yes, I be showing others they do not Yes, I be This song
4: for from me is like Yes, I be
0: That's my job as a oh. school MC. Amazing. I
4: think this is like my favorite song on the album for like the longest time. And um it's just fucking this whole song is it's just positive news going. Cool. He's just ripping it the whole time. Like fucking um Chugoy's not on this song. Oh okay, yeah, by the way, Chugoy is yogurt spelled backwards, by the way, if you didn't know that. Like, that was like, <laughs> the, is. like that's like the dumb shit they're on in the eighties. It's like, yeah. My name's Chugoy, it's yogurt spelled backwards. Pause the news. Sound stop. Spelled backwards. Yeah. But yeah, fucking pause. Just rips this one. It's just he. he like I could probably karaoke the song if I if I was put up to. It. I'm not going to obviously. But yeah, this one fucking he just it's just smooth and precise, like zero mistakes. And um, yeah. But yeah, just the way it starts out, it's like, out of the heavens, August 1, 769, just drops his date of birth. Born, I wonder why, with the thoughts to rhyme. Till there was no longer thoughts to dream when an unpolished demo led to limos at the age of 18. Accompanied by the screams, plug one. Shot up with fame, like Nova Kane, made me numb. So numb, I wouldn't have been able to feel. People digging in my pockets for my currency reels. But still, I make girls' brown eyes blue at will until my ass was no longer mass appeal. And then, oh shit, I guess that was all the fame I was allotted. Wait a minute, new video. Like a leopard, I'm spotted. In the nightclub, chilling with Kalil and Fife, I'd be that farmer cultivating, owning acres of mics. And I likes to make it known, Strong Island, Stylin for a while, so do that, dance. They do this, like, call and response. It's like, are you rocking the spot? Yes, I be. Showing them others they do not? Yes, it's just, that's so cool, man. It just has, like, this cool, like, funky kind of, like, like, beat. It has, like, the the saxophone in the background. It has, like, this kind of, like, like, sl- like kind of, like, fumbling, kind of, like, jungle-style, like, low-bass line beat. Oh, I just fucking love it.
1: Dude, the, and that styling, when he does that styling line, like it, yeah. it flows. So, so,
4: styling for a while, and so and we'll then do he, that dance. Yeah, yeah, it
1: like, oh, dude, it's so perfect. It's, that, like, it's right. so perfect.
4: So, when I think of this song and and, and Pazinousa's flow, this is like, this is like, uh, this song is like one of the reasons why he's one of my, he's one of my favorite rappers ever. And what he does that some people do and other people imitate and can do, but not quite like this dude, is his ability to his voice like has this like oscillating up and down tone, like like it's almost like a like a roller coaster. Like he like his he doesn't rap, he's not monotone. Like, like Guru when Guru raps, he's monotone. His his tone doesn't change. He's right there where like pause the news, he rhymes a beat and he's all over the place and it's like the way he's able to like go up and down with his voice, with his tone, is like rappers don't do it like him he's just fucking amazing with that shit i mean like the other dudes like they kind of blur that line between like singing and rapping but he's not doing that this is just like the tone of his voice and he's a man he's 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 crazy but yeah i like the song yeah
1: no it's a good song it's it's definitely like one of the first ones that stuck out to me for sure
4: Yep. Even before we the Delaney. Should talk
2: about uh, once being spelled W O N C, but other than that, <laughs> all about it.
4: Yeah. This
5: um, this also does.
4: I think it's bears mentioning mid nineties hip hop music, rap music, rap lyrics in general. They can um. They have some homophobic tendencies.
2: <laughs> True statement, but such it, is life.
4: Yeah, um, I like or support that part of the songs, but it, it is what it is. It was, I guess, we could say it's a sign of the times. But yeah, I mean, like,
1: I, dude, I think that's the only fair way to look at it.
4: Like, they, they like you. Literally all these dudes, they 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 drop the hard F all the time. And um but yeah, these ones especially, like they don't talk about just that. They talk about the um like the the uh the experience of being rejected by a lesbian. They touched on that a couple of times. And like like not a lot of people like dudes talk shit about gay dudes all the time and in and, nineties and rap music. They don't talk about women who love women. And this is like they, they blur the line here and um yeah. It is what it is. I mean take the bad with the good, I guess.
1: I mean, you, you're going to find examples of that throughout hip-hop yeah. in yeah. the 90s. In there's the 90s, idea.
4: yeah.
2: That has not yeah. aged well. There's a lot of stuff that hasn't aged particularly oh, like, well. This
4: is a real bad. Some of it's real bad. This is... This the is, up
2: thing is... Mild compared to... Compared to other well, stuff, like, yeah.
4: yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, you know, go back fucking 15, 20 years before that. It was... um. 100 times fucking worse i mean this is more progressive than it at that time like maybe not accepting of of like the gay community but like there was more acceptance at that time than than there was back in the 80s or 70 you know what i'm saying like people were slowly like becoming more intelligent realizing mm-hmm. that we're all just fucking people right like we yep. all did stupid shit as kids yeah. Part of fucking evolving and learning.
5: Let he who is without sin drop the first F bomb. Hard F. <laughs> Looking at you, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's a good yeah. good song though. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. The next song takes more of a um. Smooth party vibe, kind of love song almost, more like sexy. Dinner in it. It's a catchy hook. Some cool raps. It has like that. Best, best title on the album. in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really good.
4: Dinner in it. Dinner in it. Dinner it. <laughs> yo, hey, hey. Oh, hey, didn't hey, it? <laughs> just, I just feel like this.
3: I know exactly what man. they're saying.
4: Yeah, 'cause like they're 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 verbalizing a uh, musical sound. And they spelled it even Dan in it, you know. <laughs> now,
0: Shine me on my sidewalk when I come through. Cool be deep like family reunions. Midday may all up and take a walk down in d.c the war's tugging and ain't no drugging my credits a game while you searching for some trick to put the shit in her name i'll be spending on wall street and buying boardwalk, walk dodging problems of the world drawn out in white chalk peace mr. walk i'm seeing all dimensions but unlike your eye extensions my vision don't blur what when the words where the gossip occurred heard of sex and sade and i bought her a fur batting eyes with tony craxton and i bought her a fur now i'm hitting with
4: Oh, but yeah, this is one of the one of the songs that was not produced by De La This was produced by Spearhead X. I don't know what else he what else he pronounced. Oh, what, what else he produces? But yeah, Spearhead X produces this song. Not a, produced
1: I it. like it. I, it is different, yeah. but it, it works. Like it works well.
4: It has like that old school like synth sweep. But like the um, it has like that synth sweep as a melody, but it has like it's like a saw wave with like a oscillator on it that has this like kind of tremolo effect and it's like this pitch bending kind of sound. But the drums are real smooth and the bass is real dope, and uh, um, it's
1: got it's got that tribe called Quest vibe to it, dude.
4: Yeah, I could hear that old like yep. old tribe. Yep, so. Dave in the song, he says a lot of cool shit. First of all, he says, Dodge problems of the world, trying out white chalk. Peace, Mr. Walt. I'm seeing all dimensions. Mr. Walt of Black Moon. And Boot Camp Click. He was the DJ/slash producer for Black Moon. Remember, what we talked about during the boot camp episode. Yeah, okay, they shout out Peace Mr. Walt. But he says. Heard him sexing Sade, and I bought her a fur. Batting eyes at Tony Braxton, and I bought her a fur. Now I'm hitting Whitney Houston. Oh, she bought me a fur. <laughs> Far fetched like Glass Tex and Kitty Rolex. Soon coming, but now it's time to kick the fun it. But is he talking about fur as in like fur coat or fur as in houseplant?
2: Uh, I thought of it as furs in a fur coat, not furs in like. The type of tree.
4: Mm. So, do you think that he was really? Do you think that Chugo the Dove was really Sex and Shadé? That's, that's a hell of a notch. That's a hell of a notch on his bedpost. Let me tell you, Shadé. Yes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely something to be proud of. If well, you, in, Tony, in Shade
3: ninety-six. Shadé, Tony Braxton, Whitney
4: Houston. That's that's a quite a trio. Bro, Sade still looks good. Especially Whitney like, She's like she's in her sixties, dude. Like I'm just saying, Sade in her sixties still beautiful. I, I, but
1: here's the thing: like you're also talking about, like, like hip hop stars in their early twenties. So you know you have these dudes that are fit, that are super intelligent, and making good music, like. Uh, and and on MTV and the radio and all this other shit. So fuck yeah, dude! I think he'd have a choice or a chance, like <laughs> more than more than just some dude that looks good. Like you got a dude that looks good right. and is intelligent as fuck and is successful. Like
4: Hugo's got a funky ass haircut too. And he's missing a front tooth. <laughs> right, he's got like a style, right? Like well, he he's he's, he's got that charisma. Just, I, I think he's. So just Ryan, are, are, are you saying that? If 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 you were Tony Braxton in 1996 and Chugle of the Dove was batting eyes at you, would you let him buy you a fur?
2: Oh, absolutely. okay. So let's let's yeah, put the hard this into is like to be
4: unbroken.
1: Yeah, let's put this into perspective. Like if I was <laughs> at a party,
4: you're Tony, Tony Braxton. No, you're Tony Braxton. You're not, Dude, you know, if I'm Tony apologize. Braxton,
1: I'll do whatever the fuck I want. That's but in the nineties. So, That's so so, 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 so
4: J.D. the Dove is batting eyes at you, and you're Tony Braxton. Would you let him buy you a fur?
1: I mean, you know, you gotta gotta uh, stretch out the carpet first.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny. I hate
2: this place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I don't think I would buy him
5: a fur. <laughs>
1: Would you do like a like a pine then, or like, a, like an apple tree?
3: It's a fir, I, what, what do you mean by a fir? Of the plant, <laughs> uh,
1: like, like a, a fir, fir tree, tree. right?
3: Your like fir. a fir tree. Yeah. What's a fir tree? It's
1: an it's evergreen. A- yeah, it's, it's, oh, uh, it's, okay. it's like a pine tree, a but okay. if you call it a pine tree, then the people get mad at you and they correct you and say it's a fir <laughs> panda. Uh,
2: well, actually it's a fir, not a pine tree.
1: <laughs> dude, when I went out to Seattle, I was like, we were dri- I forgot where the
3: it's fuck a, we
2: were driving. I, you and,
3: call them an evergreen, right? Is it just an evergreen?
1: Well, I, dude, I just call them pines, name. right? Cause it's like, we're it's fine, like what we have here. Quite, yeah. Yeah. So like we're like flown through Seattle, and I'm like, dude, your fucking pine trees are massive. And he's like, these are fir trees. And I'm like, fuck you. What's <laughs> the pandas, difference? Dude. Like, pandas there's some you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally shit on, on my existence.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there a difference? Do the leaves fall off in the wintertime? No there.
1: There is a oh, difference, no. and he was correct. But still, like, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. No.
3: I don't know. I'm gonna stick with the furs
1: you wear. But <laughs> yeah, this I is would assume song. it's furzy wear, yeah. yeah
2: this I is don't the know song though furs, uh... the fir trees are big in Long Island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's not a lot of fur trees in Long Island, man. There's a lot of fur in Long Island, so you know, maybe it's like a like a diamond thing, right? Diamond mm. in the rough. Uh, anyways, we're fucking theorizing He's way
2: just too much. All over the place right now. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> is fucking
1: Runaway train,
4: but yeah, this is the this is the the song where uh, positive News drops the Buster Rhymes line. He says, "Like the <clears> West Coast <throat> kids who be throwing up signs, I hate a Buster unless his name is Buster Rhymes." <laughs> a good. One, that's a good line. He's also got a uh, in the beginning of that verse. He has a uh, reference to Native tongues. He says, "I'm pouring out these rhymes for them kids who ain't here, like like a, like a forty. Stakes is high." but we're going to try to have fun this year. So it's like stakes is high, meaning like reminding them of the overall tone of the album, meaning that like, it ain't cute anymore. This is serious. Like stakes are high. Like, like shit's different now, but we're going to try to try to have fun this year. Before we're gu- before, before there were guns, there was native tongues on these planes, native tongues represent, or, uh, referencing his crew, putting others on without there being pawns in this game. Because a pawn in this game is left with no game to play. So, um, you best to check and hear what we got to say. That's just pause being cool. Next song.
5: Breaks. I loved it because
2: it just reminded me of, uh, the, what, uh, who the hell is the one who does, those are the breaks. Why am mm-hmm. I? These a are the breaks. Yeah. That's the one.
4: Mm-hmm. That's what he's referencing. But yeah, like the, the hook's kind of cool. Like the beat's cool. It's kind of like jumpy. It's very basic, just a piano and drums. There's not a whole lot to it. Just a loop, basically. A couple of cuts. What, but, uh, the the lyrics
3: are the lyrics are messed up in this man. They're like, <laughs> you're to the club having a good old time. Then you get to the chorus, and it's like,
4: <laughs> what's the chorus? It's like it's for your listening uh, pleasure while you're doing your chores. Is this the word it's like a mother
3: gets mugged by a crackhead son? That's the breaks. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The that's the, the, the shot. <laughs> run. That's the breaks. Yeah. Your best comrade puts six in your OE or six tabs in your OE, which is acid in your beer. And your boyfriend makes you a carrier of HIV. Like that's the chorus. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's the, those are, in fact, the breaks. Apparently. <laughs> well, the rest of the song is like, yeah, we're just going to have fun at the club. You know. <laughs> I
3: don't know. Then you get to the course, you're like, what is he saying?
6: (laughs)
0: Yeah. shot I find tickets aboard the caravan love. hey fella see money don't make shots repel I break woes and compose some rhymes and tell so when the party's live there shouldn't be be but playing Indian roles I guess you thought you was cheap scenes all broke up and now you woke up surprise situation getting sticky dead in front of your eyes we play the war similar its
4: serious of course but he that that part is only one section of the song like the, the it is true yeah
2: yeah. yeah, it's like it, it's, it's like otherwise. In the middle, like I feel good.
4: it's yeah, it's like a almost like, not like a bridge, but it's like because it, the the song itself doesn't really change otherwise, but the words change. It's a refrain, I guess, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just walks. It's like it is like a feeling the beats like real kind of upbeat.
3: Uh, more so than the prior song, and then like you get to this chorus, and he like throws the stuff, and you're like, what is going on?
1: Do that. It pulls it's, it's me kind out. Of fun, like- but- like the first yeah. time I heard it, I'm like, whoa, that sucks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I went back. I was like, wait, did I miss something in the first? Like, yeah, I was like. But um, I do like the song
4: now. Uh, Dave's verse on this shit is fucking dope. This is one of my favorite verses of Dave. He just rides it perfect. He's such a fucking pro. Well, it's silly
0: of me to think that I would never get a chance to see a piece of this pie. I sat there Take an open microphone so I could emcee Had a catalog of and pressing all the round away Before I went to bed included lines until my prayers But that rhyme is all I'm playing I want my song on vinyl players dreaming hits again Shows. Making my niggas' spine shake Expecting nothing but a little bit of radio play Getting diced on one of twos by the best DJ Hey, Time was kinda tight but still I dotted on the line And some expected me to stop ballooning in the mind. Seeing spaces and places that I couldn't pronounce But still I had the bullies to make all the bullies bounce With the blessings of the great we took it from state to state Cause we landed on the good foot And got our biggest great car.
4: Yeah, days versus dope He's just talking about, like, becoming an MC, becoming the man he is today, and it's just cool. But it's also, like, one of those things, it's like, it's about people getting, like, gassed up and taking it too far, you know what I mean? It's like, you have this momentum, and then people kind of don't know how to stop themselves, and they get themselves into situations, they kind of bite off more than they could chew kind of thing. That's the idea that's a cool song. It's a catchy little beat. Like this is like one of the first ones that grabbed me, like early on when I first like heard this album. It's like one of my favorite original gems on the album. But it's, it's good definitely
2: one. if you uh, maybe name one of them, it's one of the ones I could name like off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> that one and the business are the two that stick out in my mind.
5: Hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty cool song. Yeah, it's cool. And next we got doggy dog, with the with
3: with little puppy barking samples. (laughs) This reminded me of Meow the Jewels a little bit.
5: (laughs) A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Um, there's something charming about a.
4: Dude that can't sing, singing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like always. There's it, something about it. It's like, like that's it, not their job. They don't. They're not singers. But Dove sings a hook, and it sounds good because he's just like, yeah. Hey, it's like whatever. That's pretty cool.
5: I was a fan. I I don't have anything super. Like this is one that. I listened to a bunch,
2: but I don't have anything to actually add to the conversation. It didn't bother me, I guess, is the best part about it. Like, not, none of the albums on this, or none of the songs on this, the album, album bothered me, but, like, I just didn't have anything special
4: for this song. I just love the, um, Chugoy's verse is really dope. He's just in his pocket on this one. This is Chugoy again. Like this is another one that's like, man, like he wasn't this dude and early early day last low Chugoy wasn't this dude. Like this is not three feet high in realizing Chugoy. This is this is uh takes aside Chugoy, he's fucking perfect, just this masterclass in fucking cadence and delivery and timing and vocal performance. He throws in some ad libs up there, like it's just once parallel, now it's amazing. amazing.
0: Yeah. And everything is just as clear as day, realistically explicit in the things you say. I guess the bitch in the bat is gonna make the flavor fat, but you got to keep it for real. Forget about your jewels and gems. You won't be needing none of them, the to tool a fix to fix the error. Mamela used to wear a name buckle, now he chuckled because he earned a dime quicker. Yeah. Talking about a burner sipping on some malt liquor, yeah. and all these kiddies wishing they were super MCs. But t- Earn my ass, I had to Learn some mess about a crime i make a million A dime I'll make a call I'd rather hop on the line And drop around to Prince Paul Cause it's a dog-eat-dog competition No doubt I'll
3: be going like you wish And I'm out Cause I, I just like the um, She's like uh, But to earn my ass I had to learn some less About a crime will make a million A dime will make a call But I'd rather hop on the line And drop around to Prince Paul <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a great Just a great like, rhyme scheme I don't know it was a great verse, yeah. great rhyming scheme. And I, Prince Paul doesn't produce anything on you, right? No, <laughs> but he's still friends.
4: But he's still friends. This is funny though. Well, it was just funny. Like, well, like at the time when he recorded this, I'm sure they were still friends. But then afterwards, there was a bit of a falling out because he's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Y'all just de la Soul without me? Like, he's, he was like, like, I'm kind of part of the group, right? Like, I make all your beats and now I'm just not part of the group anymore. Okay. I was. Probably touch you for a while, but they eventually patch things up like later on down the road. But yeah, it was a point of contention for Prince Paul to not be a part of the uh production at all on this album. But yeah, it's just clever. Without cool, in the interest of time, not quoting the entire album, so we could just move on and say this is a really cool song. It's lower, (laughs) it's okay.
1: You can. Yeah. Say anything you want man and I will cut things in and out and also, <laughs> like this is all just, you man Don't. This
4: this okay. is the part where you, this is the part where you just play True Ghosts first verse and just let it ride and it's fucking okay. dope and amazing and this is the part where you're like wow that guy's really good at what he does
2: Plays good music
5: Let's see And then we have
4: baby 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 ooh baby this was a song that I used to skip every time for the <laughs> longest for like probably a decade. I fucking skipped by it. no, I didn't like it. And then I like didn't skip it once. And fucking pause just fucking obliterates his fucking verse. He just like, dude, pause and Nooses goes in.
2: Are you saying There's- Jazzy Fat Nasties got to you?
4: Uh, I think it's just it's not just that it's the beat too it's like the beat's oh, kind of like <laughs> different it, 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 it's it's basically like it's, it's like a it's not a very serious song this is the like rap sketch like... this is the sketch
3: the yeah. song I'm like this is a mm-hmm. rap sketch like a like a like they have like the you know the DJ comes in and he plays like the R&B song mm-hmm. the mid 90s R&B swing song no new jack swing style song or whatever yep and then he comes in and raps then the
4: DJ does the outro mm-hmm. you know yeah it's just that jazzy fat nasties kiss me everywhere part that line is like oh. it's just <laughs> it was bad but but it's funny but the jazzy fat nasties in person are actually very talented they can actually really sing really well and they're very pretty in 2000 easy in the eyes but then bought ba- verse, versus fucking he just does all this like kind of like Play with his um uh, his timing. He just kind of stutters back and forth. It's like he kind of skips over himself and he inserts these pauses and shit. What did you say? Uh, um, he says because I flexed on your ex, made sure he understood that you would never again want to be his wife. So we connect lips to hips and um, uh, eyes to thighs. You're my sophisticated lady. All oh, mine. If you wasn't, I'd go crazy. Like the way he spits that, it's like. You just it's just playing with the space in between the beats and kind of like fitting it in like perfectly man like it's just it's a masterclass in rap cadence and how you don't have to be Four on the floor, just hitting every rhyme, like you know it, it's A-B-A-B-A-B. not always about yeah, 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 it's not always about being tight. It's about being creative in your performance and, and and delivering not just what you're gonna say, but making it sound cool and fitting your words within this space. Like just because you have a full measure, you don't have to always rhyme on the two and the four. Like you can yeah. always th- 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 there's room in that. It's not like you're it's not like your sixteenth it's not like your sixteenth notes trying to fill the full measure. It's like, there's space in there and, and the music creates space and, and the way he can like insert his words in the places that don't always go. It's not like always rhythm, it kinda stutters around.
0: Like this, what? Now I forgot how to forget so I remember your face with your pretty accent Where a man attracts Others fake and Others faking constantly staying in our pockets to drain Always trying to shame, so that's why they crave champagne But the blame still remains not to be on you I know your style and your love last long like the island I'm from I'm on the drum, man, and it's all good Cause I flexed on your ex made sure he understood that you would never again want to be his wife So we connect lips to hips and uh, eyes to thighs You're my sophisticated lady Or oh, mine, if you wasn't, i go crazy
4: Positive amazing. So you could just like basically, I would grit my teeth and get through that first part of the song just so I can hear his verse. And then after a while, it's like it's 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 a radio cut in by uh, the Fat Man Scoop Wonder. <laughs> so I'd make I sure.
3: Uh, like I don't think I would like if I was like just like picking songs to play. I don't think I'd pick this one. But like when it popped up in the middle of the album. It felt, it was like nice. It was like a nice, like change of pace, I guess.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, so be, like like, it's like it's like really
3: yeah. And I also like the jazz. I mean, they're, they're, they kind of come out with the little R&B thing. It's pretty nice. I don't know. I thought it was kind of a fun little change of pace for the album, like in the middle right there. It's not very long. Yeah. Um, it's
1: like some, uh, En Vogue vibes, dude, yeah.
3: dude it's a total oh, yeah. like mid nineties. R&B like, yeah. Oh, en Vogue and then he, sure. I can hear that. Yeah. They're totally making fun of that. Um, I mean they they do a pretty good job of it, but it's like oh, it's fuck been, yeah. they do a great job singing. Um they're kind of singing over each other and they're like kinda of going back and forth and stuff, but but um but I I kinda like it's like a little kind of thing in the album, which I thought was kind of fun. But I could totally see like skipping over it, especially if you're like if like I don't know, if I was like eighteen to listen to this when it first came out, I'd be like, No thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know? Uh fast forward the tape there, bud.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they um they also featured on some other shit. They um I think they featured on a root song. I think they did that something off of uh I think that's him on Illa Half-Life. I forgot the name of the song, but they're on there. Oh, yeah, I L- I've heard of them before. I don't know. It was it was Illidive Half-Life and the song was um Fuck here is it? I've definitely heard them then. Episodes, I think. It was episodes, but yeah. That was a really cool song, but yeah, they uh, the Jazzy Nasty performed. It wasn't on this one. I don't think they were actually they uh, played with the Roots. So like I saw Daylock Common, Pharoah Monch, Taleb Kweli, and Bismarky in 2000, and the next year was the OK Player Tour. It was like the Roots and Guru and. Also Talib and the Jazzy Fat Nasties, and who else is on it? Um, it was another big start set of lineup like that. It was really cool. But yeah, that's that was cool. I saw, that saw them they performed with the roots. That was cool. But yeah, it was an interesting song. Kind of breaks up the uh, the monotony, I guess, of the album. The uh, it's like a brighter color versus like the the the, the darker sound overall of the album.
1: I did not realize they had another uh, song with the Long Island in the title. That's funny. Mm-hmm.
4: This is more of a. Uh, it, it's more of an ode to Long Island itself. This is actually more of a Long Island song than the uh, the Once Again Long Island.
0: <laughs> it's Strong Island for real. Six, The top of the dial Flew the L.I. sound From the villa down under And across the globe I heard a lot of folks wondering So when's it coming Cause the stakes is high See big money to wage Don't put the pen to my page And ain't nothing wrong than Standing still or relax And spending some of that cash That Uncle Sam is gonna tax A New York demeanor Slid back in the Bima With nothing to lose with some gas and some minutes ignoring the gazes cause stars don't get petty and that trash they talk is just New Year's confetti, it's like that you but that's all that's to change like some of my own, people tend to act strange I'm making the scene and a sermon with the capabilities so set it at an island of green it's strong of for real, diagnosis is green prefixes, 516
3: microphone cool. team. Mm-hmm. The that got got a also shout beat. out to calling out area codes I don't <laughs> know if people still do that but that was a big thing Oh hell yeah!
4: He was like your yep. area code? Um, area code five one six, the top of the dial. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, like our, our area code here, we're five hundred five over here, and like people just love it because it sounds catchy. Five hundred five. So you see all kinds of people with like tattoos and stickers all over the shit. It's like album is yeah, yeah, yeah. very very much involved with their area code. It's like kind of crazy. How much pride people take in just the area code, yeah. Like it's pretty high on the uh, all about the area code matrix. <laughs> yeah, ours like uh with two and five. And I guess
3: they used up all the really numbers because okay. now you can't get it. You can't get a two one five anymore. Oh really? So if you have a two and five number, you gotta like keep it. You can't let it change the number. <laughs> um, that's how
1: that's how our Minneapolis
4: area code is too. Like six one two?
1: Yeah,
4: 612. Like, uh, you, have know a, I, you know how I know that? Huh. Atmos- Atmos- Atmosphere song, 612. <laughs> yeah. Atmosphere, yeah. I was talking about 612, and then the roots always saying 215, and 516 yeah, yeah. is Long Island.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a 612, and I went to get my kid a phone number for her watch, and she couldn't get 612. And I'm like, and it had all the other area codes around here. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh. On some other bullshit on yeah. my phone bill.
4: You got to go push. Your also, <laughs> you got to go do push you lady when, off a bridge somewhere, dude.
3: <laughs> do you guys remember when you used to go to make phone calls without dialing, dialing an area code? Yeah. Like, yeah. and then they, because there was a Simpsons about when they changed it. How, like, yeah. vulnerable Homer was. And Wrecked I'm like. part of the city. It was. No, but, like, when that happened, it was, like, I remember that it was, like, a big deal. Like, that everyone felt like Homer. We were, like, God damn it. I got to
4: dial the area code. hmm Dude, um, the other day I had to dial nine and then one and then the area code. Oh, she's like, gonna landline it. I was like, wait, hold hey. on, how do you do this again? Nine, one, eight, six, six. I was like, ah. Oh. I was
3: all fucking. Remember up. my grandma still had one of those like rotary phones where you're like, and mm. like, so like, it's like three more numbers took like another like twenty seconds to dial. Like,
1: <laughs> Dude, we did. My mom yeah. did not have a lot of money when we were growing up, and so we had. We had a rotary phone for sure that she probably got for free from one of her brothers or sisters and like black and white TV and yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Super long ch- cord. Mm-hmm. The,
1: no, I mean the cord wasn't, I, we, that wasn't until I was with, like,
4: you with the TV though. Oh
1: yeah. 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 It was antennas, dude. It was, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Back when UHF a, and VHF really meant something.
2: It was a big, yeah, for those sure. Those were the days, my friend. <laughs>
1: it was a big deal when we got a color TV.
3: Uh, yeah, the long cord. The long phone cords. Yep.
1: With the the okay. the cool ones was when you got the little spindle on the end of it. So, like, the cord could rotate on the base of the phone.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't remember those? Remember, remember the clear phones? Yeah. yeah. So, my, my we're sister... Fucking old. Is,
1: Dude, my sister had one of those clear phones, right? Like, it was a big deal. She got a clear phone, like, in her room. Because, like, my dad's house, like, when he built it, you know, they were putting phone lines in all the rooms, right? That was a big thing. And uh, he still has that. No, but he still has that clear phone of hers. And so all, like, my kids and then, like, my nephews, when they go to grandpa's house, they all play with the fucking clear phone. Like all the kids love the clear phone, dude. And <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like it's still around, but it's like a favorite toy of all the little kids. That's
4: cool.
5: Yeah. Anyways.
4: All right. Okay. Back to music. <laughs> but yeah, Long Island degrees. Um, it's cool. It's not bad. It's not my favorite, but it's, um, we kind of the, the the music kind of takes like a different turn, like it kind of the pitch goes down, like kind of inexplicably. It has like a different key or something. I don't know. I'm not sure how to describe it, but yeah, it's not bad. I like it. It's not my favorite, but it is what it is. Again,
2: nothing on
5: this album's bad. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Agree. After that, we have better listen. Not better listen. Better listen rob just for you
2: no yeah, no there's all of the album uh, titles are absolutely fantastic here <laughs> i
1: i like i like the cuts for the chorus on this one like it's catchy i dig it
0: listen all you fellas give her good loving listen all you fellas the can she listen all you fellas then you wanna have to worry, no, 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 all you fellas Yo, 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 what's up, mommy? Oh, what well, man, what's up, man, how you doing? Telling, you know, where you coming from? It's around the way, you ain't it, you know Alright, yo, you like stressing no, out, man, what's wrong with you, Just no, you know, Leslie, what oh, I'm saying, Oh, that again, yeah. I mean, yo, what happened, what happened now? So one day, one day, she was on some fume vapors giving me lips, so I continued with the caper, cat litter had me sniffing since outside the palace, sick sicker than AIDS, game harder than the callus, tried to enter and shit, she had locks on the session telling me how her last man taught her ass a lesson, damn, When are not the mayor, I take care of my dimes, but I excluded I had nickels adding up to her kind, hot, short stacks with a wrist full of jewels, saying she didn't need a man to make her out for a fool, dig it miss, my love is credited in Cupid account, and if you need that extra help, I got the
3: Extra I like this song a lot. Yeah, this is like good. one of my favorite songs yeah, in the album. Just cause he's like, I don't know. He's like, maybe just be nice to women mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is like a totally like not at all like a
2: rap nineties way to approach Oh, a
1: hundred percent. That's not 100%. that's not what
2: we do in the nineties with rap yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's really good. Yeah, true goes like, versus not funny. What is the taste of um, um I tried to enter and shit, she had locks on the session telling me how her last man taught her as a lesson. Damn. Well, I'm not the mayor. I take care of my dimes, but I excluded I had nickels adding up to her kind. Short stacks, short stacks with a wrist full of jewels. Saying she did need a man to make her out for a fool. Dig it, miss. My love is credited in Cupid's account. And if you need that extra help, I got the extra amounts. This is cool. It's just a cool, like, little storytelling rap. It's like it's just yeah. encounters with women and trying to pick them up. And um, I don't know, it's cool. I like it's like
3: it. the it's clever. And she said, "Oh shit, you're ill. I like the way your mind moves around at will. So let me apologize for sounding so sassy because you fellas act like my ass is a sign that says harass me." <laughs> <laughs>
5: <That's> <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> That's so good.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's at the end of a verse where she's like, get away from me. She's like, oh, you're actually a cool dude. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. Um,
4: but yeah, that's cool. Dale also talks about sex sometimes. Um, most notably, the song Buddy on Three Feet High and Rising. That's uh, a funny one. But yeah, this is like a storytelling an encounter with women in a club setting kind of song. It's cool. The beat's cool, too. There we go. It's So Easy. This is like at a day La show, you wait for them to play this one. You wait for them to play It's So Easy, and you wait for them to play Stakes is High. Those are like the two big ones. Um, beat so simple. Yeah. It just fucking drops in. It's just a cool song.
1: It, it, it's a it's a good one though. Like it, it, the beats might be simple, but it's it's great.
0: All dedication, most death affiliation, added representation, seen the representation. Stylize the foundation, common sense collaborations. Peace to all of your Haitians. Zaylize. If money makes a man strange, we got to rearrange that. What makes the world go round? Listen, I don't know. Uh-huh. If money makes a man strange, we got to regret So, what makes the world go right? Uh-huh. Listen, I don't know. Gotta change the way it's going down. down. I fell in love with this fish who got caught in my mesh. Oh, yo, she burned my scene up like David Koresh. I guess a diamond ain't nothing but a rock with a name. I, I guess, guess love ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but emotion and game. It's the lesson well learned, cause, cause praise is well due. I'm sending off a big op to Kenny Cow. And at a reservation for the resident crew And yo get your bowl cause we cooking up stew See them Cubans don't care what y'all niggas do uh, Colombians ain't never ran with your crew While you acting all spicy and shisty? The only Italians you knew was Icy These Niggas price me, I'm keeping it clean Like a washing machine Hey yo, get your locomotion running to full steam I'm selling out a greeting to my man Dasim I got a child so I got to get the green ride, ride. If money makes a man strange
4: Again, it's um, it's Dave singing. He's not a singer, but he sings anyways. But yeah, <laughs> the fucking first verse though, you say, is this: "I fell in love with this fish who got caught in my mesh." But yo, she burned my scene up like David Koresh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: David Koresh, the, the Branch Davidians, yeah, Waco fucking boy. Waco, fucking Waco reference, yeah, like that. What was that Waco? Not, Was
2: that '94?
4: I think it was. 94. Yeah, that
2: was like right when. This- yeah, it was fresh. Right when Clinton started, right?
3: Mm-hmm. A little like 93, 94, I think he was, but yeah, it was early, but not, but
2: they got it in quickly, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 93 Siege in Texas. Okay.
5: But yeah,
4: this is like, nah, you quote the whole thing. <laughs> it's just a cool album.
5: A cool
6: yeah.
4: song. Yeah. But um, yeah this is all uh this is all Dave. Pause news is not
5: on this one. So, yeah, it's
4: cool had, how they uh, did that. Yeah, yeah, once again Long Island that was like pause song and then this is like Dave's song. But it's cool. It's like man, it's just so catchy the whole thing.
1: It is. The chorus is super catchy. Like the hook is the hook is catchy. It's simple, but it works really well. Mhm.
4: Yeah, this is um one of their more one of their more notable songs, like it's just catchy, like if you've heard De La, like like people like this is the this is this one and Stakes of Tire, like the two prominent like singles that people re- remember for this album. And those are the ones that were on all the mixtapes and what and whatnot. And then we have after that we have four more featuring Jean A. That's the one um, the R and B group uh hey mr dj fame sending all my love fame like those are like big hits in the 90s but this is more of like a different kind of sound this is not like typical john is like more like jazzy almost you know like they, they have a different sound than they otherwise do this is like a uh, this is a, a, a faster beat like a, a faster tempo than than other ones but um uh, they definitely have a uh different cadence on this one.
1: It's good though. Like it it is different. It the with the girls singing again, I'm feeling that that uh nineties like uh en vogue type of Yeah vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it works, I like it.
3: Yeah, she does a good job on this
1: track. Yeah, absolutely dude. Absolutely. Like that. Just
0: a little bit and... The whole game's outdated. What well, leaves all the pretty women heavily sedate? Mommy, you could play Ripley's, I believe it or not. I shoot gifts like Haram skills to Gil Scott. Nights like Celeste Lock could get heated. Prescribing your vibe, love, I know how you need it. I'll never give.
4: This one they have um, a little bit more like of a trade-off style as far as the is laid out. Like, like they don't. Um, it's not just 16 bars chorus, 16 bars chorus. It's not like Dave has a verse. It's like they kind of trade off a little bit. It's like eight bars, eight bars, full verse, full verse, full verse eight bars, eight bars. They kind of trade off a little bit in this one. So this is just a lot more common on faster-paced rap songs. But yeah, then you get the you get Johnny in the background doing the little background vocals. It's pretty
1: cool. Yeah, like she does little backups to their their lines. Mm-hmm. It's cool.
4: Then we have Big Brother Beat. This is the song featuring Most Def. This is like a lot of people's introduction to Most Def. Um, we didn't hear a whole lot of Most Def in 96. Like on Wax, I don't think. Well, maybe some people did. A lot of people, like. overall, it was not popularized. But yeah. This is um, the other song that's not produced by De La Soul. This is produced by Steff Um, So the yeah, there's three songs not produced by De La Soul. This is one of them.
1: I know that yeah. name. What's he known from? I like I I know like I I just know like I've heard it referenced before.
4: I don't know.
1: Is someone calls him out in a, in a in another rap song? Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I'm
5: yeah,
4: a fan of is, most. Yeah. That dude is, I mean, I think if you like rap, you gotta you gotta like most def, aka Jason B. But um
1: <laughs> yeah. And dude, like talking about people on this album that are guest spots that also like went into acting, like comment and most def are both I love them fucking acting, dude. Yeah. Um, Most Def can be hilarious, too. Like, he's... He was in The Fifth Element. Good. Uh, Remember in The Fifth he, Element? Um, no, oh, no, what's the... Uh,
4: no, it wasn't that. It was uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, Hitchhiker's it's Guide to the just... Galaxy. Oh, He kills yeah, it. Oh, and no, it was tricky he's... in The Fifth Element. He's, he's so mind. good in that movie. Yeah.
4: But yeah, no, this is like... um. What's interesting about this song is like... It's... um like most dev has more on this one than anyone like he's got more time on the track than he does like he starts it off he starts it off with like eight bars and then they kind of fill it in and then they then then pause and Dave each have a verse and then most dev has a full verse and then most dev has another one so he, he kind of starts it and he ends it and he has a full verse in the middle as the other two only have like one verse each which is cool they kind of like let him do a single, like yo go be most deaf and introduce yourself kind of thing
2: <laughs>
4: that was pretty cool
2: be your most deaf self <laughs>
0: now this goes out to all area clicks centralize the way out in the sticks remember to keep the daylight in the mix cause like ball cap and syrup my sound is ding thick now this goes out to all area clicks Come on, y'all get live, get down. What we have is a brand new sound. Yeah. So don't none of y'all just be misled. The daylight's gonna do the body good, like we fresh Shaking laces out of shoes. Most death what the. Sitting Indian squats to make that red kind out. See, I'm out to get the coin like in them rainbow pots Swinging life like a hammock, invested like stock The assign is complex, I aim to clog it up Slapping files the pain, is a crew here to game You remain on your mind like skulls Not a dull moment showing in the house, all perimeters are blown Native to through computer, make it say yes, yes This is the mighty most stuff out fresh like baby breath We are the killer combination with the size to administer the beat swell up all three of your eye. Now this goes out to all every area clicks. Centralize the way out with the Remember to keep the day line in the mix. Just like all cabin syrup, my sanity dick. Now this goes out to all every area place. From manicure lawns to project breaks. Remember to
4: keep the native tongue in the mix. Straight for the hits. as good as it gets, Dudes, man, like Black on Both Sides, man, like that's another album that I've considered doing before. Like I got, I got a whole playlist of albums. Like, there's my favorite albums that are worth talking. But yeah, that's a whole show in itself. If you want to talk about an album, like Black on Both Sides, amazing, dude. This is crazy. He's crazy talented.
1: Yeah, he is. He's he's, he's, he's a, a smart type. motherfucker. Mm. yeah i like this i like i like the little stabs like i like the little robotic electronic stabs that like fade in and out throughout this whole beat like it's i don't know i'm a sucker for it it works well
0: while banging the tape Rated at the high point of the mass Ripping these at the top of a class Occasionally ripping some sucker's face Or some right. suckable ass from a girl It's a big brother beat for the wide, wide yeah. world I'm making memos off these demos back in 89 Took you all on encounters of an unknown kind right. Did the hustle with a couple of us But soon noted that my niggas buttered Benedict Rose and then voted sure. I wrote it in the dark so I could feel it like breath. Uh-huh. Heard the big brother beat, got locked with, with no, no bell. bell Came to center like Equators and Bennett with uh-huh. the E. Almost deaf, how you radiate to make it complete Right, right, So when I shine a light, grabs switch Manifesting for the future here in the present tense No doubt, I love the sound Biggin' out, oh your Jesus And I want the little kids bangin' big brother me Now this out
4: to all every Um, after that we have Down Syndrome Which is, uh, it's kind of a different beat It's kind of funky Kind of disjointed, I guess you could say But not bad but it's um this is definitely a trade off song. They like Dave and Paws go back and forth, trading off, back and forth. And this is also the song that they pulled the snippet of for um for the end of of uh, the business otherwise known now on streaming platforms as You know Stop. Non stop, yeah. So, this is the song they pull from.
0: We bring a bucket to eat, so don't fret, kid. I let you lick the love I secrete. Yo, even my foes give me bravos, and that shows total domination in this round. Complicate, yeah. The skill is a I walk the womb with the mic, and in the days of the nipple and breast, I knew the yes, yes, y'all, and what the calling clearly not for the gap. For combat, I bring a bag of my rhymes for the stack. Look, one of a kind for your people's delight, and for your sucker MCs. Step to your knees. Ain't no second thought to know your
4: thoughts are from. For me, I've always looked at this song as the one before Pony Ride. (laughs) uh, It's a song, am looking at it. Yeah, it's just the one that you have to listen to before you get to Pony Ride. (laughs) And Pony Ride is probably my favorite song on the album, if not one of my favorite rap songs ever. Like, this is like... Yeah, this is... I don't know man. It's got it all. It's got dudes who can't sing singing. <laughs> it's got very honest lyrics. It's got a super catchy beat. Like the beat is so catchy. It's just, it's just like a, 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 a guitar, but they scratch it. It's like just scratching a guitar sound, and they put it through like a delay and like a phasing kind of sound, and they get that fucking bass that just drops in, and super simple drums. It's just super catchy, man. But yeah, this is definitely my favorite song.
2: It's up there for me. It was definitely one that caught my attention every time it came up, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. it is. And maybe it's just because of Down Syndrome coming before it. But 100%, like, they start singing, like, in the beginning. And, like, doing their harmony together. And then they just go into the flow and it works.
2: If anyone ever asked me, what is Chuck like? I'd say dudes who can't sing singing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> dudes who can't sing singing, but not like, which is funny. What does most deaf do? He can, he's a dude that can't sing and he sings a lot. <laughs> 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 not all of his shit, but I don't know. Is there it, like, it. yeah, it's just something about it. Yeah. I mean, he could sing better than a lot of, he, he could sing better than other rappers who can't sing. But he can't sing as good as actual singers, (laughs) if that makes sense.
1: No, he has a voice for for rapping, for sure. But he does not have a voice for, like, harmony and notes.
4: But no, but but the song Umi Says on fucking Black on both sides, like, that's, like, one of his most notable songs is fucking Umi Says. He's just fucking basically just freestyling a fucking song that he's singing through with a fucking jazz band. That's, like, one of his most popular songs. It's crazy. Like, um, um... it's like when Joel Embiid
3: wants to like play point guard and dribble down the court.
4: You're like, a novel. you're like, that's
3: a novelty, but I don't want you doing it that much, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, I know you like it,
4: but, but... But when he hits that three, you're just like...
3: Ah. Yeah, no, jump you his <laughs> go get the ball and you can see he's like, oh, here's my time. I'm going to take it down the court and leave the... It's like, no, <laughs> man, no. You're just going to lose, man.
2: <laughs> it kind of blows my mind, too, with uh, the like, listen numbers on Spotify, just because you know, it's been on for such a little bit of time. And it's like, do pony ride such a fantastic song? And it has like the third least number of listens on the entire album. And I'm like, Oh, right. But it's also only been out for two weeks Two weeks. It's also right before
3: stakes is high. So yeah, that's fair.
4: And people don't listen to albums anymore. Generally speaking, they just, they really don't. Yeah yeah
3: this was uh do people just put on like like mixed music like like the like the they'll put on like the De La Soul like radio and like it's is that how people um, listen to a lot stuff? of times
1: dude like what I was doing is I was just going to De La Soul the artist and hit play and shuffle.
4: Ah oh, some people like okay. I, I know Apple Music they have like um like if you search by not by the album if you search by the artist you just pull up the artist page and then it has their quote unquote top songs
6: yeah yeah,
4: some of them just huh. some of them recycle because it's like the most played ones but um yeah that's one way to do it and then like Apple Music they also do like like they as soon as they drop it it's like De La Soul Essentials like they like, here's like the Cliff Notes version of De La Soul's catalog kind of thing like, and, like and, and,
3: the, and, and, that's kind of like thing.
4: interesting yeah, I mean did they put a little too much new shit on there for my taste I mean I, I wasn't a fan of really much of their newer shit like some of it's good but um I'm saying like the stuff that that was available to stream prior to March 3rd. There's like maybe a, a couple of songs that I like. I don't know. I wasn't like that. That wasn't the bulk of it for me. Like like sticks with high and balloon. My State with my shit. There's some really good ones on a deal. Lost souls dead too. There's there's some good ones on their first album as well. Three feet high rising.
1: Spotify does it similar. Like they have they have like the top songs or whatever or the first ones that will play if you just hit play. But they got in trouble like because some artists like like through a fucking fit that Spotify allowed a shuffle button on there too. And they're like, no, I want you to listen to my top songs in the order that they are
4: Mm. and
1: not hit shuffle to like get a random order. And like, as someone who loves music, yeah, I know dude. Like as someone who loves music, I want to hear the shit. If I like you as an artist, I want to hear the shit that I don't normally listen to because I want that exposure. Like I want to find that song that maybe hmm. slipped through the cracks or, you know, that I didn't give time to. So,
3: yeah, I think I, yeah, I still listen to like albums, I've, but I usually replace yeah, play true. something. And then when I finish, I'll try to be like, it'll say, like, oh, here's people who are like this. Like, and I'll usually pick someone from there and kind of just keep going down the chain.
1: Okay. Well, and but, I, um, I like, I like listening know. to albums if they actually release an album because, like, the big thing is just releasing singles. Oh, like, single, I hate of,
3: singles, man.
1: Because it just plays like
3: two songs and I got to pick something else. Like I want a whole yeah. album. Do, you
1: know? well, well, Spotify does like the wow. new music Friday or whatever they call it. And yeah. like, there's an option to go to look at the album. So whenever an artist that I like has a song on there, I'm like, oh shit, did they drop a new album? And you go and look and it's, the album is
2: one
3: song and you're like, fuck. That
2: uh, was yeah, not I, what I, I was looking that. for at all. Yeah. Like,
3: uh, but I guess I should do I mean, more shuffling. I don't know. Maybe that's my, maybe that's what I'm not there um anyway sorry sorry
1: Trying yeah to to we look. totally derailed this shit
4: <laughs> uh, it's all good i was just saying that um yeah this one features uh truth you know, La. he's um i don't know I, I know he came out with an, an album like kind of not recently but he came out the solo project but um i just know him from this song he's on my favorite day law song so like i just know him from this one but uh his verse is really dope he has, like, a kind of a different tone, different, like, a raspy kind of voice. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's just a different, 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 uh... song, uh, sound altogether. together. this song's really cool. It's more, um, introspective. It's talking about, like, shit that's going on in their lives. Like, with their relationships and whatnot. Um, more, like, life perspective. Kind of, like, things that they've picked up and noticed or whatever. Like, uh... What is, does what Dave say? He says, um... It's just supposed to have my whole life on it. Funny how those you love, love the evil they do. I bring the medicine to heal, a bit of verbals we had. But your ideas of heal is like the service of a scab. I took the juice because I'm used to one way, detours of destinations and ways of life. I pretend the knife, stuck on my spine will be a symbol, how Jack can be nimble. But it's time to make that foggy vision crystal. I'ma stand up for Art
0: Express, do mic tests, rehearsals, eight years of man living, ain't no edits or commercial, flick the god like mummy, but my own wanna dim it, talk some facts on how they act as stone, spin on the limit, ain't no need to dwell, The hell for faking your jacks, ride niggas get to sit and to rear, so play the parks of ropes, Supposed to have my whole life on it. funny how those, you love, love the evil they do, I prove the medicine to heal a bit of verbals we have. but your ideas of heal, is let the surface of its stab. navigation nearly took me on some blues type expense, this me some shitty canal i took the juice because the juice the one way detours and destinations of waves and life i pretend the knife stuck in my spine to be a symbol how jack can be remember what it's time to make that foggy vision crystal we got to get the crystal ride can be uh all i want
4: to do is take my time positors man he's like he really goes in like on his relationship with his uh, this baby's mother and his daughter and like as it relates to fatherhood and co parenting and touching on like his own like experience with his own father and it's like man it's like this is the part of the podcast where you just play Pazinus verse. Um,
2: (laughs) Somebody's making notes right now (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) No I listen I just listen
1: to what we talk about and try and make it work
4: yeah i can't I, I can't do it jesse just gotta hear it. this yeah, is it actually
1: should. the the part of the edit where i realized that you just said that after i had already put the verse in and now i gotta mm. go back and like cut it back out and then put it mm. back in <laughs> sorry it'd be you're good but i don't want to go that far about making babies. Now we
0: made the baby, but cannot connect as legal spouses. Now me and my daughter reside in different houses. Well, houses up the structure was leaving things up to a child lesser than a child running wild for mild pressure. Mega, mega, negative. To live a master plan when that plan has no master. Instead force tongue leading the young into disaster. Postures of this world are seen as mad, crooked. Want your manhood, but man your dad took it. We used to swallow forties and a whole lot of pride. Now it's MCs we fronting on some whole other vibe. Just because the albums are sealed Doesn't mean the lyrics are tampered with Let's kill the myth That has some seeds We know it all We all children still No tricks for 96 new time we build, man Just stop
4: taking four. Stop gassing me Stop gassing me Yeah, I like this song. That's really cool. Yeah.
1: Well, it turns out you have good taste, bro.
4: It's true. And then we have... The title check.
0: talking about? focal point bringing damage to your burrow we'll be some brothers from the east with them beats that be thorough got the solar gravitation so i'm bound to pull it i gets down like brothers are found ducking from bullets gun control means using both hands in my land yeah. where it's all about the cautious living uh-huh. migrating to a higher form of consequence compliments I'm struggling that shouldn't be notable man every word i say should be a hip-hop motable. i'm sick of bitches shaking asses i'm sick of talking about Sick of a glasses, sick of slang, sick of half-ass award shows, sick of name brand clothes, sick of RB bitches over bullshit tracks, cocaine and craps which brings sickness to black. Sick of swole head rappers with their sickening raps,
4: clap. But at the end of this as well, where they have that clip in that documentary where they like interviewing the homeless guy. I forgot the name of um uh, the documentary, but it's about this dude.
3: It's um and- that. Documentary Crumb about R. Crumb, the yeah, the yeah, that's what it was, cartoonist, and the homeless guy is his like brother or something. I had no idea. I like saw it on like Wikipedia. I was like, oh my god, that they're in like that's who they were interviewing <laughs> Um, it's a cool documentary to check out. It's definitely like a tortured artist kind of thing, but um, but yeah, it was like crazy. It's like his brother's like a painter from like San Francisco or something like that, and I guess was spent most of his life just being homeless and crazy. Um.
5: Anyway, it's just a wild thing to put on that Put on uh, this album Yeah um,
4: Yeah Takes as high as Title track produced by J Dilla A.K.A. J.D. James Yancey One of the greatest hip-hop producers of all time He produced this song And um, yeah, this is like the title track For all the right reasons this is the one that gets you super hype. This is the other Day Law song you wait for them to play at the show. The crowd goes crazy, and um, yeah. just relating to the. Um, it's just like a depiction of life as it was, you know, like the the ugly truth of reality and and, and as far as it, like the uh, street life and gangs and drugs and. And materialism and 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 fake people <clears throat> and egos and and just the whole like hustle culture uh, and, and the whole uh, I don't know it's just it's like a reality check for like how how people's mind states can just kind of like comes like self-deprecating after a while you know it kind of comes like a downward spiral and um but yeah, it's a really cool song.
1: I think the combination nope. of Dilla's beat with how they rap on this one gives me like a major Souls of Mischief vibes.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it feels familiar in that sense.
0: It's about love of love of fun, loving to love mad. Sex, loving to love guns. Love for opposite, love for fame and wealth. Love for the fact of no longer loving yourself, kid. Uh-huh. We living in them days of the man-made ways where every aspect is vivid. Word. These brothers no longer talk shit. Hey, yo, these, these niggas, 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 niggas living. About to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone. Plug one, plug translating on, the zone. One, no offense to a player, but yo, I don't play. And if you take offense, Fuck it, got to be that way. JD Dub, show up? your love. What you got to what's say? Up? I say Jesus, make your is out of high regard. And niggas dying for it nowadays ain't hard Investing in fantasies and not God Welcome to reality, see time is hard People try to snatch the credit but can't claim the card Showing out in videos, saying they co-star See shit like that'll make your mama cry Better watch the way you spend it cause the stakes is high You know the stakes is high when you're dealing with them
4: So this is Dave, like, Chugoy's verse This is like, yeah, so, so this was one where it's like they come out and say it all right then and there. Like, they don't, like, they're not dancing around it. They're not trying to be poetic or hide what they're, they're, they're really trying to say in the song. You know, they're, like, he says, he's like, I'm sick of bitches shaking asses. I'm sick of talk about blunts. Sick of Versace glasses. Sick of slang. Sick of have ass award shows. Sick of name brand clothes. Sick of R&B bitches over bullshit tracks, cocaine and crack, which brings sickness to blacks. Sick of swole-head rappers. With the sickening raps, clappers of gats making the whole sick world collapse. The facts are getting sicker, even sicker, perhaps. I stick a bush to make a bundle to escape this synapse. Yeah, so he just fucking rips it.
1: Yeah, dude, that's, that's dope.
4: But yeah, he's just, um, then pause later on. He says, yo, it's about the love of cars, love of funds, loving to love sex, loving to love guns, love for opposite, love for fame and wealth. Love for the fact of no longer loving yourself. We're living in the days of the man-made craze, where every aspect is vivid. These brothers no longer talk shit. They go, these dudes live it. About to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone. Plug one, translate in the zone. No offense to a player, but yo, I don't play. If you take offense, fuck it. It gotta be that way. J.D. Dove, show you love what you got to say. And then, J.D. goes in again, and then they kinda go back and forth, and and it's just, it's it's a great song. But yeah, at the end, it's like they're shooting dice, and just like, and then it goes into like, a, like an audio recording of these dudes shooting dice and talking about what's going on, and their current events. Mentioned the O.J. trial and its repercussions on the black community and how that was framed at the time for them and their life. Yeah, but that's the second to last song. Last song of "Sunshine."
3: It's also a so cool song, cool beat. Yeah, it's not bad at all. This felt like um, you know, that it would have like the song of summer, like that you play, like through like windows roll down, you know, driving yeah. around. This felt like that song.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like, would have oh, their, like summertime song.
1: Ride with the top down because obviously yeah. you're in a Miata and uh, not to down, <laughs> never,
2: in. never not in a Miata.
4: Mm-hmm. This is like the uh, yeah, right off into the sunset song. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, is like that closing kind of vibe to it. It's cool.
3: Yeah, I do like the line uh, there's money to be made because Caucasians are paid, and only brothers who rhyme seek bounce and catch balls. Like it's like okay, throwing me criminal looks. Y'all need to get into the books, you know. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I thought it was a good. I like song.
5: Yeah, it is. It's dude. It's a good song. Yeah, you know what else it has? Dudes who can't sing singing. <laughs> Always love yeah.
3: it. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, I weird. also wrote. uh Great, like I don't know if it's a bass sample or what. There's some kind of like springy sample that I really liked in it. I don't know, it was very, it was kind of like wow, odd, wow. but it, it really worked. Wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's like lighthearted in a weird way. I don't
5: know, it's
4: a I think it's like a pitch down song. It's a sample on a keyboard, it's pitch down, it kind of distorted because of it gonna pitch it down they basically just stretch the audio wave that gives it that kind of like grimy sound to it
0: catch me tripping on earth when I'm high sunshine Downright to dirt wonder why I makes it work with access to talent like Caucasians the yellow pass with an A-Rab driver I live in parties with marvelous conviction ain't no fiction when life claims them make them to be worth and suck drive the funds best believe that the life is trite cause the gun made a man out of pussies from around my way who usually wouldn't have a fucking thing to say last year's heart Box, and now petrified bones. And allies find this is new when are your-
4: yeah that's um that stakes is high and i don't think like anything that me talking about it will do this album any justice at all it's just really you have something to listen new. to it you just absolutely you really, you really do yeah I, I can sit here and quote this thing all day and i think but by doing that we kind of miss the point of it you know because i'm not Paz, i'm not dave I, i'm not i'm not mace i'm not any of those dudes you know so like it's it's not my story to tell you know what i mean i think it's like that was like my hesitation, and like doing this album. It's like as much as I talk about it, I it's it's I I can't do it justice. I don't think you really just got to get into it. And like so, like some people when they listen to De La, they 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 think three feet high and rising. You know, they think like Daisy Age De La, the quote unquote Sgt. Peppers of rap music. Um, or awesome. some people like you know like the. Day Law Soul is Dead, you know, their, their, their sophomore release where it got a little different, you know, they kind of threw that, they kind of shook that aside and they got a little more jazzy, a little more creative with the skits. And they, uh, some people blew Mind State to their jam because that was like 94. Day Law was just like it was super jazzy, you know, very, uh, and that's, that's another I would get into if we wanted to. But yeah, Blue Mind State's incredible. It yeah, has so, um, a couple of really notable jams for sure.
2: But it was not the De La Soul album that got you, right? This
4: no, is the well, one that I, got you. I mean, Well, I mean, in, in fairness, the other ones weren't really a part of my... They right. weren't introduced and such. You know, like, this was the one, this was, like, the intro to, to De La, and this was also the intro to, like, a lot of that era of music. And um, this was, like, alongside several others. But this was the one that really stuck. Like, I, I still love all that other shit, too. Like we we talked about, it. we 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 went it we went in a boot camp episode. That was like a whole like, Cliff Notes podcast version introduction to bootcamp click, and that was around the same time that I got into this. You know, but this was like the one. This is like the one that I, I probably bought this CD like fucking five times because it gets scratched or lost or stolen, whatever. You know, like I bought this album so many times, and <laughs> it's nice to you know like it's, it's available. Uh, well, back in like 2013, I think, um, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, like, I
2: already love they, this story <laughs> I, yeah, this is no, already no, gonna no, be a good no, story this, dude
4: no this isn't a story about me but 2013 Valentine's Day they Soul released their whole catalog they just like hey send us your email address and we'll send you a link to our catalog because we're just gonna give it away like it's it's Valentine's Day we love you guys for supporting us over the years we're gonna give you all of our music and so they like, signed up they 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 hit you with the Dropbox thing and boom you can fucking the zip files of like their whole catalog and um I no longer have that computer slash hard drive. So, yeah, I didn't have that for a while. But they did release it out there digitally for everybody. It just wasn't on the streaming platform. So that was cool. They, they were able to do that. But, yeah, and I did have, I was able to get a copy of Stakes of from a friend who emailed me a Dropbox link. And I was able to download it, put it on my phone. So I had that. So this is one one that never left. But, yeah, it was nice to hear all the oldest stuff made available and then they had they had a couple albums after this were good too so there was a um, in 2000 was their next release after this which is the uh, artificial intelligence mosaic thump that was the one featuring Redman. that song Ooh that was like a big thing like in 2000 that was a big jam um and then they had they followed up with bionics and um aoi bionics that's another good one and then uh the grind date featured another dilla beat which is um that one's that one's been available for a while but yeah like their latest I, stuff yeah i know that one for sure yeah their later stuff didn't really resonate with me like this one did though. like this was like like the older shit like day uh, like stakes of Time and then before were like the ones that really stuck with me personally but yeah it was a big part of my adolescence and young adulthood and helped me fall in love with rap music and music as a whole to the point where I was willing to pursue a career and eventually getting involved and making my own stuff. And that was fun. While it lasted, I do not regret any of it, but yeah, this definitely had a major influence in that part for me.
2: We absolutely appreciate that part of your life too, because it has made for some fantastic shows, learning a ton about music.
1: Yeah. Dude, the knowledge that you
2: bring. Yeah. This was a fantastic listen. Like if you've never listened to it, and I certainly haven't. I'm definitely learning on the job here. Ah, uh, it is fantastic to give it a good
4: listen. I, th- I think actually, what it represents, like in the the grand scheme of albums, like, dude, like I was going through this right, and then I kind of went down a wormhole. I thought about just making a playlist of rap albums in the year 1996 that came out, because there's a fucking lot. Like, if you were to like line them up like 1996 versus 1994 that would be like really difficult but like or versus 1993 or 96 like there's several but 96 has so many good rap albums like it's not even (laughs) not even just because that was like not even just sit there on the radio but there's so many that came out that year It's, it's amazing i was like well what if we just not i was like i can't make that playlist and not talk about de la soul I was like, maybe in due time. Maybe we'll do that next. Maybe we'll do. Maybe I'll just go all in on the '96 rap playlist. Just, just an, just an ode to that year because it's crazy. If you look it up like that, the hip hop releases that year were crazy.
5: I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: Beats it, Rhymes and Life was that's when Beats Rhymes and Life was dropped. I was that's what I was just looking up. I was like, oh, what is beat Rhymes and Life dropped then?
4: Illideth Half Life, Muddy Waters, not the second album. It was written. The fuji's the score dropped in '96. Yeah, oh, <sighs> uh, score, man, Blase, 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 blah 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 came out in '96. There was, um, there's just so much, dude. If you go like it was naming a
2: ton of just
4: monster outcasts. Outcast AT Aliens came out in 96. Like, oh, just, wow. Yeah, um, not to mention, uh, what's it called? Uh, Life After Death, Biggie's second album came out in 96. Uh, All Eyes on Me came out in 96. Like, the, I'm oh, saying shit. That the, the, yeah, because that's the, when they
1: both died, huh? Yeah,
4: like, like the big releases came out that year, too. It wasn't just like the lesser known ones. This one came out. It was like, I mean, so many people dropped that year as well.
1: 90, 93 was big, too, though.
4: 93 was big. 94 was big. 95 was How do you that's, feel that's about Infinity,
2: though? If you were going from 93 to Infinity, how would you
4: feel? I
1: don't know, man. Midnight Marauders. I mean, 93 it's, to well, Infinity
2: is great, but Midnight
1: Marauders. You
4: know what's crazy? No, it's, it's 93 to Infinity. They're, they're, they're on tour this year. They're doing 93 shows. Really? This year, celebrating the 30-year anniversary of that album. So they're playing twice in New Mexico. See, on August, they're playing. Uh, they're playing twice here.
1: Hopefully, I can get
4: my stuff together. Yeah, Sounds like a good now, reason to be in Albuquerque in August. <laughs> yeah, they're playing Santa Fe too. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, just I'm definitely going to that. It's like that's just kind of one of the things. Like, yeah, have to go to that. But yeah, that was. Uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to share uh, major influence and part of my life. That was cool. Finally, got to talk about it. I wanted to do this a long time ago, but.
2: Yeah, that's what it made Google. it so exciting. It Was like we have talked about this for forever, and it's just yeah, like yeah. now it can actually happen.
4: <clears throat>
2: <clears throat>
1: and I really, cool. I am, I love that it happened now, dude. Because now I have access to their catalog. So mm-hmm. like you put that hook, like you put that hook there, Chuck. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah, people can check listen out, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, check out Balloon Mind State. That one's really good. There's some really good ones on that. That's my next favorite Daylight release but yeah there's a whole bunch of shit like this past like two weeks three weeks pretty much ever ever since dave died really but if you just go to positive news instagram page um he just posts all these like firsthand accounts from all these famous people from like Common to like queen latifah and all these all these people like different artists you know like uh there's so much like, like I, it's just countless in names like so many and they they go through they kind of animated too in a cool way too like in the day lyle style like daisy font it was really cool talking about how all the influences that they had it wasn't just you know just not even across just rap music but like just pop culture in general you know like what they meant to like not just musicians and everyday people but you know like famous actors and
5: like that was pretty cool Yeah, I uh, I really liked it nice.
1: Good job, Ben Good job
4: <laughs> Fantastic so um, flip, I, next, right? It's your turn yeah, next? Yeah,
1: I am up next I'll, f- I'll figure something out I have like two that I've been wanting to do for a really long time I might do them I might do something new I don't know yet I'll figure it out though We'll get another music episode going I like these We need to be more regular with them this year
4: yeah man that's fun
1: eat our music fiber um boys i'm gonna suggest since we're uh already going pretty late uh we just skip the video game talk and add some music and call it a show cool with that You okay with that okay cool
4: i'm gonna go first
1: uh hold on since uh, since we fucked up and Ben doesn't have a song for us which he might by the mm. time that the session's done uh, chuck in honor of this being a uh Law episode long and waiting i feel like you should maybe add your song and then add another daylaw song
4: okay um so, so two daylaw songs all right so we'll go we'll go hold pony
1: rod okay pony rod That'll be second. like that's
4: that's just has to go but the other one I wanted to play, um it's on AY Bionics. It's the last song of the album called Trying People. Um It starts out with a clip from Chris Lighty. Chris Lighty was like a um a friend of De La and Tribe and the whole native tongues crew. He was more of like an industry figure who like helped them get uh promote their music and help me. basically he's an industry figure. He was the one that started like violating records and all that but he was a friend of theirs and um he actually was like the part of the cult like native tongues crew Jason. he was like an actual artist but he, he just basically like hey man like dave whenever you get a chance i want to hear the song the way the mace is telling me it's fucking amazing anyway so it's like a really cool song called trying people but dave's verse on that like it hits so different now that he's gone because he talks about it like like what he wants like it's almost like what it like, 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 talking about perspective, but like his, his, his life looking back and like what he wants, like moving forward, like how he wants to be buried and shit like that. It's, it just hits so different now that he's gone. It's like, man, like, I fucking heard that shit. I kind of lost it. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, it's a really cool song, though. You like that one? Trying People by De La Soul off of AOI Bionics.
1: Got them both. And I appreciate you giving that. That intro to it because Spotify was acting weird and was not letting me add music. So,
2: loads of bitches.
1: I know, right? Um, Cliff, what do you got for us?
5: Um,
3: well, so I, I, uh, so Spotify recommended or not? Well, title, but whatever. Um, recommended a new artist and uh, this Gina Birch, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, and it's her first album, like first released, as far as I can tell, um, you know, 2023. And I'm like, oh, cool, young artist, you know, coming up. Um, then I looked into it, and I realized, oh, no, she was in um, a band, I think, called The Raincoats, which was like a girl punk band in the 70s, and she's like 69. Oh, cool. So like, I was like, all right, well, I'm still going to put it on, but she's they're like, we know what you likes. But uh, it's Gina Birch. Um, I play my bass loud. It's just like a fun song. I don't know. It's got like a, it's just like a fun song. And it's a great awesome. video if you want to check that out. It's very silly. But, um, yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. young art." You know, I'm trying to find new young or not young, but, you know, new stuff to get into.
5: Yeah.
3: And, um, they're like, no, 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 no.
5: Stick with the sevens, dude.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mr. Admiral Nips.
2: I'm going to go with, uh, Diamonds by the Boxer Rebellion. Uh bring to send me the song today and was like okay i'm fully in all all in absolutely love it
1: got it i had i had it so it's really weird i had a song oh by the way i started watching bob's burgers
2: yeah we're uh we just started episode or season 10 tonight i'm on season one still but i
1: started watching it right (laughs) oh that's great so good (laughs) Um and and I'm 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 only a few episodes in but God I forgot like it's it's really good right well <laughs> my daughter maybe started watching it with me and it's definitely a little bit old for her but we're just I gonna let it slide because she I think she'll sweet. miss
2: most of the jokes.
1: Well, she watches Simpsons a lot, so it's not she's exposed to some of it. But Bob's Burgers is a lot more blunt with it
2: oh um, god some of the times when tina's like t- where the kids say stuff and bobs like no, no don't say that you're just like yes, you can't yes. be saying that <laughs> yes <laughs> there, there's
1: there's been a few of those moments already where i'm like ah, erotic this is fan borderline. yeah like this is borderline i don't know how i feel about her wife but anyways
2: so like zombie she, fan fiction
1: <laughs> she was <laughs> she was upstairs watching a tv show uh page was like practicing violin with debbie and I just got done with my run. So I was like, well, I'm going to sit down and I, re- I made dinner, ate it. And I'm like, I'm going to sit down, gi- digest my food before I go back to the kitchen, clean up all my shit. And like everyone's gone. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to watch Bob's Burgers. Like the kids aren't around like this would be great. And I like turn it on. And Sloan's like from upstairs. She's like, hey, I'm coming down to watch with you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like all, right. all right, this could be a dust nice thing. I'm OK with it. So anyways, uh, Hulu's been advertising music in their commercials now. Like artists oh, really? are paying like, to put part of their music video in an ad. And one came on today and I really liked it. I was like, oh shit, Like, I like this. It's different. It's catchy. I don't listen to radio, so I don't know if this shit's played all the time or not. But now I'm torn because I also kind of want to add this Be Real De La Soul song that we talked about tonight. Because we talked about it tonight.
2: So should I add both? I think you should. I fucked up and didn't ask Ben for a yes. song until right now. So oh, yeah. we can put extra songs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you can pick one of Ben's songs for him.
1: So the, the song that I was talking about, Chuck, is actually off of Bionics. Mm. So it's, it's, we have two songs off Bionics. But this is uh, De La Soul and Be Real. And this is Pure Pressure. There you go. And then uh, this other song. Oop, didn't want to do that. Uh, It's from a band called Almost Monday. Have you guys ever heard of them? I have not. It's called Only Wanna Dance.
5: I do Only Want to Dance.
1: Yeah, it's, it's catchy. Like, I know nothing about the band or the artists, but the advertising worked. Like I heard it, I was like, "Oh, that's I like that. That's catchy. It's just chill, like pop, rocky type of mellowness." Um, yeah. So something besides hip hop for me on the list after I added my hip hop song.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool about tonight. It was just interesting timing. But if you happen to be watching the Tonight Show, with Jimmy Fallon, and you watched the show, and then you saw like this rap group you never heard of perform. Stakes as high on Jimmy Fallon, and you want some context about? Oh wow! Oh, those those guys were on Fallon last night. Yeah, they performed on Fallon tonight. Didn't they? Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was it was basically Positive Mace with the Roots. That's dope. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Did
1: you is, is it on video yet or on YouTube I, you, shared the, you shared the
4: video I, with us yeah, I, I, yeah I, I posted a link the YouTube link in the chat
1: yeah I know what I'm doing oh. before I go to bed
2: masturbate play that intro music potato potato
3: thumbs podcast potato potato thumbs podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing